You guys remember Mr. Rogers? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Very, very, very exquisite. Because of one reason, the cut, the clarity, and the carrot of the gemstone stone soul of Jesus Christ, I am, being formed inside your hearts. It is written, you are the beauty of Zion, shining forth. Issue is, do you believe it? Do you experience it? Or are you stuck in the human being? What is your testimony in Christ tonight that you've experienced in two things according to the Bible? The presence and the eyes. Presence and eyes of Yarevave, Jesus Christ, Messiah King of all glory. So the purpose of your existence is to gain a testimony, not of the human being. That's ten forms of Laban's sorcery. That don't do anything for you. That'll send you straight to hell under the clippeth as a warlock. But a testimony of the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ in your lives of what He did through your bodies. Right? Revelation chapter 1. I am sent to Patmos because of the testimony of the Word of God. Have you been sent? Where are you? Are you sent from God's presence and eyes? Are you a sent one? I tell you the truth. Everyone born again of the Spirit and the water of the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth is sent. The issue is, like Bob Jones would say frequently in his prophetic ministry decades ago, you must be born again, again. Again, you say? Yes, again. Why? Because you allowed the world to cover your spirit. Where is that verse in the Bible? So glad you asked. Remember your first love. Why? You've forgotten. Some of you can't remember because you never had it. So Jesus Christ is saying to you guys tonight, go deeper into the well of salvation, Christ within you, the hope of realizing Shekinah. Amen? Amen. And you'll find that in the book of Second Augury 6, verse 66, <laughs> if you want to look that up. Some animals are going to die tonight. Amen. 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 That's why we bring spiritual sacrifice as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to Yad He Vav He, which is the name of God for every verse from Genesis to Revelation. Sometimes, because of ignorance or religion or the Antichrist influence of worldliness and pride, we begin to get into other Jesuses, Apostle Paul called them in his scriptures, opposition gospels. Now, I know it's not any of you, but if you duck and hit the thing behind you, it might take the devil out because the Bible says, get behind me, Satan. Amen? If you duck, does the demon get hit? 100% of the time, even Archangel Michael said, get behind me, Satan. 
So we're down here, and we're like, well, Satan ain't around me. I'm consecrated. Brother, I'm engaged in mm. ten hours of Torah. From the moment I wake up in the morning, I only have the thoughts of God flowing through me. I hope that's true. You've come to the right place. Thank you for the encouragement. Holy Mount Zion, we will come under your kingship now. And we will bow, and I would bring actually fruit offerings to your feet if it were true. Amen? Because we honor Yadevave formed in each other. Unless, of course, we're bewitched, and we don't know that God dwells in human vessels, and we're out there worshiping a space demon still in the glory, giving God the glory on the outside somewhere flying around Nibiru and Timbuktu, or maybe he's on Mars or Uranus, or maybe he's on Venus today. Maybe he's going to the bathroom. Maybe he's on vacation. Where is your God? Oh, I've been tithing. I've been doing this stuff for God. Maybe you tithe to a devil. Maybe you are sacrificing to demons pretending to be Jesus. Maybe your gospel is an opposition, opposition gospel. <laughs> and I feel the opposition when I say opposition tonight. Why? Because circumcision is needed in all your hearts. See, we say circumcision, we're like, oh, the flesh, bro. No, the heart, bro. The heart. You're born again of spirit and water. Eight days later, you're circumcised according to the law of Jesus Christ's new covenant grace. What is it to be under grace? Holy angel built 100% of the time. What is it to be under the law? Human built 100% of the time. There is nothing in between. You are either human built of the devil, humanity 666, it is written, or you are holy, consecrated, built up by the angels, ministering salvation. Hebrews says it. So what are you? Human built or angel built? The gospel invites you tonight to be more angelic built. More built on the solid rock and less built on the shifting sand. Now we say, well, no sand in my life, brother. It's all rock. I've gone to Bible college and I've wrestled the shorty Guzman of the Sinaloa cartel and I took all 16 cell phones out of his pocket and slapped him in the face and I'm the king over the realm of the dead. And I would congratulate you and again bring a fruit basket and lay it at your feet if it were true. If you had gained that testimony as a vessel of Yadevave in your hearts through the circumcisions of Elijah Sandophon in your hearts, you would be the most honored Christian amongst the holy angels right now. You know that's true? Well, what about men and women and what people think? You know, I got people watching me from back home and they think I'm in a cult. Well, they said the same thing about Jesus Christ. They said he's a cult leader. He has his own made-up religion outside of the synagogue. This unschooled people, there's a curse on him. That's what the Pharisees were saying. These people don't know the Torah, yet there's the Messiah who gave the Torah to Moses on Mount Sinai. Hello? That's what the Bible says. That's the gospel. 
These unlearned people don't know the scriptures. <laughs> so the Pharisee says, they are cursed. The, the witchcraft of augury is on the followers of this Jesus of Nazareth, this carpenter's son. Who is he? Na Nazareth? Has anything good ever come out of Nazareth? Come and see. Right? Come and see. So one had a postured heart that something good could come out of Nazareth. The other one condemned the Nazarene and the Nazarite. Now which one are you? How much of that other side is in you? As is written, This is heaven, that is hell. This is heaven, that is hell. It is written, right? How dare you draw the, draw the line in the sand, brother, tonight? You're isolating people. No, I'm consecrating people. That's a special messenger's job. Amen. So Jesus drew a line in the sand. What was he separating? The forgiven prostitute, the woman caught in the act of adultery. What did Jesus Christ say, the Messiah, maker of heaven and earth? What did he say? Where are your accusers, woman? Lord, they are no more. Neither do I accuse you. Now go and sin no more. It is written. So they had all their rocks up, you know, like about it to check his doctrine. See if they, he had the right theology. Did it correspond with what I learned in religion? Is this teaching kosher? Is this teaching orthodox? Is this teaching aligned with the 16 points of the Assemblies of God? Can you hear the sarcasm in my voice? Good. Good. Why? Because Elijah Sandalphon always mocks the Antichrist. That's his job. Psalms 2-4. Elijah sits enthroned in the heavens, mocking his enemies, holding them in supreme contempt. It is written. Contempt of what? The courts of the God I am whom I serve, Yarevave, and all his archangels. Right? Amen. Well, hallelujah. Someone amen. in the comment section just type amen. 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 <laughs> you guys are pretty intense tonight. Why so tense? Why so serious? Is anyone feeling particularly <laughs> sad? You can just raise your hand. Are you feeling sad lately? Mm. Anxious? Depression? Nervous? Fear? Anything like that? Drunk? I'm not going to be mad at you, yeah. No one's going to yell at you if you say you're sad. Yeah, I'm feeling... Mm. The emotions are pretty strong lately, aren't they? It's because we're experiencing unprecedented amounts of attacks upon the timeline that we've established. If you're in one of our squadrons, you understand that the amount of war that we've been literally fighting since about February continuously, especially in the climax in August. I want to thank everyone too who, who showed up in person and online and in the testimonies on August 22nd, which was a huge day for us. Huge implications and victory that's, that have ramifications throughout literally throughout the ages, but specifically through the end of this year and next year. And it, a lot of determining factors about how things are going to go down and play out. So uh, you've seen some of the good reports. Uh, the last 24 to 48 hours, we have experienced unprecedented amounts 
of attack on what has been established this week. So I want to encourage you, do not grow weary in in well-doing and avoid wrongdoing. Mm. Stick with the shield. If you're not sure what's what, there's been a lot of augering going on. And I know you don't want to be used of the clippeth. It's very beneficial to speak every day out loud with your mouth and to your whole family as well. I will not be used of the clippeth today in Jesus' name. Let's I will just all say it kingdom. out loud. I will not be used of the clippeth today. In Jesus' name. In, in Jesus' name. Amen. This Lord. is just, I mean, there was one of the times, even Brandon and I, our spirits were extremely sore. I had fissures in my external, like two layers of my armor. It was intense. Those of you who are already rising on in the cosmos, you're doing good. You're doing really good. Mm-hmm. Just be like hanging in there. Yeah. Honestly, a lot of you are doing much better than I was when I first started rising. Also keep in mind, I didn't have anyone to mentor or tutor me in a language that I could readily understand. Right, God is teaching us all things, but it takes us time and wisdom and a lot of scripture and a lot of obedience to begin to learn the languages of God and the holy angels. So don't be discouraged if you feel like the messages aren't coming through clearly. There's a lot of noise. So when there's a lot of spiritual noise and natural realm noise, and you feel like you're having trouble getting your instructions, I want to encourage you, do a little soaking like we talked about, Bible spa, but do a little stillness. Oftentimes, just about a little five minute, little 10 minute, just be still and wait on the Lord and behold the Lord. Jian Guyan practicing the waiting on the Lord. Five, 10 minutes of that, you've got your Torah in for the day. That's something you can do on your lunch break. That's something you can do, you know, obviously if you're parked in a safe place and your car doors are locked, you know, please don't fall asleep at the wheel anywhere or in an unsafe location use wisdom but there have been times where for some of my jobs i would literally just get to work 10 minutes early and i'd set a five minute alarm on my phone and just wait on the lord for just five minutes and my whole spirit would shoot up the top of my forehead and regardless of whether i had enough sleep or there was warfare or it was world war three on the road or you know i felt anxious about work or anything like that it would be gone five minutes that's it So I know from experience, waiting on the Lord, if you're really just beholding the Lord, it can take just five minutes. If that's all you have, that's all you need. Just behold Him. Put away all the anxious thoughts and restore that overflowing trust. Hmm. What did, do you remember, um, Burke Joyner, he met my spirit in the spiritual realm in one of his books he wrote. One of the things that I told him in the book was how to win I would encourage you to go over that part if you don't have it ingrained in your spirit that's a good one to memorize part of that is if you just don't give up right you do the right thing but just don't give up who's going to be more persistent are you going to let them wear you down or are you going to be refreshed in your spirit have your tool belt ready you know think of Batman okay Mm -hmm. you're becoming Yeah, consider the Batman. Amen. What makes Batman so great? His tool belt, and he knows how to use it. He has this divine intelligence, right? So what's in your tool belt? Think about it like that. What's in your tool belt? You have, what what gifts of the fivefold do you walk in? Use them. Your Bible spa, 
you're encouraging one another. Your covenant of calm. Hey, let's restore those covenant of calms in the homes, okay? Speak it out loud. Remind each other, hey, you know what? This is a covenant of calm. We might have raised our voices in past seasons. We don't do that anymore. I'm not angry at you. I'm not blaming you. But let's not get clipped by the clippeth today. That's more important than how we feel like raising our voices. We feel like being angry. Understand, it's not about you versus each other. It's you as a family unit and as a community unit versus the clippeth. That's it. Don't be deceived by all the little things. That it's like, it seems like this or that. That man together. almost always whispers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am the knight. Authority. <laughs> you can just say Authority that. Authority can whisper. That's a good one in your tool belt. Just like if you're getting frustrated, you get anxious, just whisper, I am the knight. <laughs> Which means you know oral tradition of the new covenant from the And then Joel's they are trying to come and shout. Yeah. So, oh, you know, I used to do it oh, when I was Whatever a kid. Whatever it takes. Well, okay, when I, okay, I'll tell you this. I used to do this when I was a kid. And if you really, I really feel like I need to get the, you know. Superhero mode. There's no formula. I would find the darkest blanket. We had this like one black blanket. Had some white, black and white blanket, and I would wrap it around like a cape, and I would say, "I am the night," and then dash down the (laughs) hallway with it flailing behind me like a long cape, and just like, "Yes, I will become back." No, (laughs) that was actually when I was a kid. But but we might have to bring that back. That was pretty fun. Anyway, that was goals. I wanted to be Batman. And I wanted to be the Lone Ranger. And what else? Do you guys ever want to be something like that when you were a kid? Didn't you want to yeah. be like a superhero? What kind of superhero powers did you want to have? I wanted remember? to be an assassin. Yeah. Yeah, cool. cool. Yeah, cool. With like the knives or like a... Yeah, ninjas were ninjas, my heroes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Ninja Turtles. I, there was a whole season I wanted to be a Ninja Turtle. The yeah. Shinobi. Yeah. <laughs> Creeping while you're sleeping. <laughs> you know... It's fun. So, but what are what are your superpowers this season? When the pressure comes, when the bad feelings come, and the anxious thoughts, the PTSD thoughts try to come and hijack the whole feeling. Like, no, we're not going on this roller coaster ride again. Get me off! I want off the ride. Somebody get me off. You know, that's when you just got to go into that place of I know that I am loved. Jesus says that we win in the end of this so rest in that and start to act out of that victory start to really reinforce that covenant of calm really start to remind yourself even if you have to write it down don't worry about being extra do all the extra things you need to do to make it happen Mm. the the amount of things that i say to myself daily and remind myself I, i constantly remind myself and don't think as like, oh, I'm working. Look, all of these things that I've learned that I'm sharing with you, most of them I learned while I was working a full-time job. 14 hours a day, I remember. Right, with very little sleep. You know, two half jobs. an hour here, two jobs. And then when I went to quit the two jobs to get the one better paying job, it was more work than the two jobs. But just And then praying the and reading the, reading the word all night and mm-hmm. getting three hours of sleep. Yeah. And I watched her do it for years. But you can do it. And it doesn't have to be... quarter pounder cheeseburgers. Oh, and I didn't even gain any weight. That was a miracle. Yeah. And I didn't want to run out the grace on that, so I had to repent of the McDonald's. <laughs> Actually, I had a dream. This might touch somebody. I had a dream recently. I do love that, a good quarter pounder. That we were, so, we were so getting so high level. I went to... Someone wanted to go to McDonald's. So we tried to go to McDonald's, and I had been so far removed <laughs> in the heights, I didn't even know how to order at the McDonald's anymore. 
And the cashier was getting a little frustrated. I was like, he's like, don't you know how to order McDonald's? I said, no, I'm sorry, sir. I, I don't. I don't know how to order McDonald's. Laura, I couldn't figure it out. It was too low. You guys are smarter than God. You know how to order McDonald's. Yeah. And I was like, it was just too much of a low place. And then we were I'll driving. I'll get a chicken mix. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> it was really bizarre. It was like they had all these different technology things happening, and it was just so, like, I just couldn't even go there. I was like, this doesn't exist in heaven. An unhappy meal. An unhappy meal. <laughs> okay. But uh, it was really fascinating, and uh, it was just, like, looking down from the heights, there was just nothing. And we were driving around, like, the day or two after that, and this whole McDonald's was completely, like, shut down or boarded up for like some kind of I don't know, some remodel or if someone burned the place down. It's hard to tell around here in Minneapolis sometimes. Accident, is that probably. a remodel or did some angry rioters burn the place down? It's kind of hard to tell the difference sometimes the way they do things. Have you ever been caught in the midst of a grease fire? <laughs> is this a temporary close? Oh no, they closed for COVID. Oh no, they burned that one down. That's just how that one looks all the time for the last 10 years. <laughs> it's kind of hard to tell sometimes. But that's changing, amen? We just had our food department inspection. Now we're closed. <laughs> I've been eating here every day. Oh, oh man. Buddy. Good thing that, I've been praying over that cheeseburger every day. That's when you need those the special gut cleansers for the fecal <laughs> mucus. Yeah. Psyllium husk. That's when you're going to need to, to have the uh, deliverance dude wipes. And if you, uh, you're a local here, you know. You know. Dude wipes. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you'll have the dingleberries instead of the heavenly fruit. The Lord rebuke the spirit of dingleberry out of your life. This is Jesus a dingleberry name. free zone. <laughs> dingleberries are not a fruit hey, the of the spirit, pile, Patrick. The you're manure not. pile is a very real thing in the Bible. That's where it the talks trash about goes. crap a lot yeah. more than you're comfortable with. Burning crap. Flaming turds Ezekiel, of Gehenna. I will not eat my food on Hashtag human feces. Not my Dad's like, home. okay, cow feces it is. Do you Fine. want a better house than that? Are you hoping for a better house than Next that? time you complain about the food, just remember Ezekiel eating his food on cow crap. Amen. In the Bible. Instant gratitude. I'm calling 911. <laughs> this is child abuse. They might turn you in. Just hand them over. All okay. right. See you. <laughs> Just drop, drop me off to the orphanage <laughs> in Africa. <laughs> oh, glory. In heaven. In heaven. Yep. There was a place for In me. the Arabas. Yep. I'm done That's with my earthly place. parents. Well, you know, God is preparing a better house for you. Who is my mother? Who are my brother and sisters? They who do the will of my Father in heaven. I love that part of the Bible where Jesus Christ disowns his mom and brothers and sisters, don't you? I think everyone. Well, you haven't disowned them yet, have you? It's not rebellion. It's called relationship. You know what's something fun to try <laughs> is why not focus on the glorification of someone else's family than your own? You ever try mm. that? Well, yeah. why not try prior? Have you ever tried prioritizing? That's called ministry. The the glorification of someone else's family over yours when yours is a complete mess everyone hates the holy spirit and all the manifestations of it and you simply just separate from that and focus on perfecting somebody else's family you ever think about that no i only think about myself rebecca and my own family i have the ims of satan of isaiah 14 and i practice anti-christ false charismatic christianity of the false prophet yeah so i'm just marked like cain in the forehead for the lake of fire mm. Sarcasm. Well, 
<laughs> you know, you can't really think about it. You can't really blame them for not wanting to be into anything God's doing. You can't. I mean, sure, they're at fault. It's all their fault. We know that. It's your fault. It's their fault. It's everyone's fault. Satan's fault. The yeah. joy that springs up in some of you when we make fun of the devil, which is all religious demons, that's the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Keep that going until you're drunk. Amen. You almost can't really blame people these days for, you know, the way Christianity has a bad rap. Think about it. Oh, yeah, I joined a church and, you know, we're in this bar and God things happen and, you know, there's magical dust everywhere and sparkles and uh, we're going out of space now. Uranus, here we go. I'm going magic to Keter. I'm NASA Miles to Keter. And we're going teaching. to space. And they're like, oh, no, it's worse than Scientology. <laughs> Waiting oh, to Jesus. hear back how many, what do they call them? Not, not Lumen. It's <laughs> called Torah Buckwheat. Write that in the comments. Torah Buckwheat. What, what, Torah is, buckwheat. what is it in Scientology? Torah buckwheat. What do they measure your your? How many levels? aliens are in your body in a special chair? Don't they have and the more money you get, the less aliens you got. That's called uh -huh. Scientology. Who's in Scientology? Yeah. If Tom Cruise. <laughs> well, if you want to harvest for your guys' evangelism Nut buckwheat job. cards, if you come across anyone who's already into Scientology, you can kind of give them the whole spiel. Like... You know, we measure We're lumens. We're going to measure the aliens and all We, we, all we measure your lumens. It's the luminosity of the brightness of uh, the sun of righteousness. I there's an spirit, alien in you. Which is much, you know, it's a superior measurement Talk of an accuracy of light than whatever is the one in Scientology. Maybe you guys in the comments, you can remind us. what's the What do they measure your uh, your levels in Scientology in their little Aliens. Meters? I'm sure it's aliens. Oh, I know what they do. <laughs> there's a word for it. <laughs> but uh, we yeah, studied cults in Bible college. Yeah. I know y'all have all your own opinions about everything, but I'm actually highly educated. Give your families a little grace if they're not immediately on board with the latest thing that God's doing. You know, it takes some time. The human nature is really stubborn. I mean, look at yourself. Look at. <laughs> I think I'm smart. I think I'm honestly smarter than the Holy Ghost because the Holy Ghost to me is mm -hmm. dumb. That's well, what people think when they're uncircumcised in their heart. You know, the human being that's uncircumcised in heart and mind and guards your heart for from it proceed the issues of your thought life, it is written. The uncircumcised part of your heart thinks it's smarter than God the Creator. That's not like just you or me. That's called being a human being. When you're a human... That's the stuff in you that gets chopped sueyed by the Word of God, the sword of the Spirit. Now what we need to do is not resist the sword of the Spirit and become the enemy of the Gospel. Because the Gospel is a circling sword of the Garden of Eden. So a lot of times when we feel attacked, it's just attacking Satan in you, augury in you, Laban's ten forms of witchcraft divination in you, sorcery in you, witchcraft in you the human curse of everything under the sun in you, that Jesus Christ died on the cross to obliterate. The wrath of the Lamb is salvation. The Lamb's only good. The issue is when you have defense mechanisms in your soul against the Lamb's wrath, which is only glory, obliterating our own human darkness, we grow in the uncircumcised Philistine nature and we begin to make doctrines of areas where we've resisted the sword of the Spirit changing our own hearts. And that's true of 100% of every Christian who's ever lived except Jesus. True, Zinnia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what does it mean to follow God? Soften your hearts. 
That's it. To what? Torah. What's Torah? The teaching and instruction of Messiah. What did Moses say? Anyone who does not follow the teaching Torah of one that comes like me, after me, that's what it says, will be utterly cut off. Why cut off, Moses? Torah, it is written. They wrote it in 24 karat gold on parchment. That's how Torah was written. 24 karat gold, ancient Hebrew, that spoke the heavens and the earth into existence. Isn't that cool? That's pretty cool. Pure gold. That's how Torah was written by scribes for hundreds and hundreds of years. It's only recently that it wasn't written in gold. In fact, you go to Israel, they'll have the golden Torah. They'll have scribes in 24 karat gold. That's called valuing the word. Nowadays, we're like Gentile Christians and we don't, we got 25 different Bibles in our house and none of them are gold and we're bored with reading the Bible. Right? Mm. They're like, man, reading the you're Bible is boring. If you're, if you're bored with the Bible, you are reading it wrong, then. So there's, what's the difference between, I'm not even going to pick up my Bible today, I'm reading it on the, on the screen mirror is boring, on my tablet, on my cell phone, I'd rather watch cartoons, I'd rather mm-hmm. watch Netflix, I'd rather watch anime. There's a million other more fun things to do. You know what that means? You don't know God. That's what it means. It means you don't know God. If you knew God, it would be gold. It's true. Every single person's relationship with Jesus Christ is measurable of how much they like him according to how much they love his word. Red Letter Ministries. Hello? Well, your interpretation is crazy, bro. No, my interpretation is pretty, pretty solid. Pretty, pretty solid. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it's perfect, but it's perfect. Why? Because I only speak out of the circumcised part of me. Mm-hmm. So everyone else is wrong except you. Everyone else is wrong except Jesus, buckwheat. Mm-hmm. Body of one, it is written. One, God is one. Messiah in you is one. So what's the individual interpretation forbidden in Second Peter that all the Christians have nowadays? Somebody say it. Witchcraft, the sin of rebellious religious demons. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what the Bible says. But we're out here, we're like, the human being's normal, God's weird. The human being is normal. My human dead letter interpretation of how I can do it in my soul, in me, 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 the I am's of Satan, 666 in the forehead, 666 in the heart, 666 in the bones, which is what? The number of humanity, the number of uncircumcision. Amen. 666 is simply the number of someone uncircumcised. It came from where? The queen of the south. What's south? Hell, Egypt. Sheba. 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 <laughs> That's the first mention of 666 in the Bible. Did she get circumcised? Oh, yes, she did. She married Solomon. She married the king of the Jews, it is written. Amen? Well, what does that have to do with my Gentile Christianity now? You're not a Gentile Christian. That's paganism. You're a Jew. The circumcision of the heart is a true Jew in the generations of Jesus Christ. Luke's genealogy goes back to Adam. Are you a human being or a demon? Your generations go to Adam. You have the same father and the same mother, all of you. Right? 
or do you not believe the word and are dying because of unbelief? I tell you the truth, God's grace imparts faith into the listeners, it is written. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with the listeners who have circumcised ears to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to the churches. Amen. Come and be circumcised by the cosmic gospel, commands the Lord God Almighty. Anyone who resists the sword doesn't like the word. The sword of the Spirit is the word of God. Hebrews 4.12, it is written. But it judges me. I feel inadequate. That's because your righteousness is based on you instead of Jesus. You have a righteousness based on your soul instead of the soul of the Messiah, which means you do not know the Messiah, the Savior of your soul, because your own soul is your own Savior still, which is the Antichrist of Christian religion. Truth anyhow. First John says, the Antichrist comes in what? The guise of Christianity. It is written. We're like, well, no, I'm right. And it's, it's you, Brandon. It's you with all the aggressive preaching and teaching. You're the wrong one. I'm the right one. Let everything be tested in fire. Sapphire stones are the fire of Isaiah Sapphire 6. Sapphire fire. That touched his mouth were the prophet of God, servant of King Uzzah said, woe is me, I'm a man of unclean lips, and I dwell amongst mm. the people of uncleanness. He was the servant and prophet of a nation called ancient Israel. He had self-justified until he experienced the seraphim. Somebody say, the seraphim. The seraphim. I had a funny story Amen. about that verse. Uh, before, I did, before I found out about cosmic righteousness and the sephirot and all that, all those realms, I read that verse where they say, you know, they take the coal, they touch his lips, and I got this great idea. <laughs> and I'm sure it didn't, I feel fire. And I'm sure it didn't really originate with me, but you know how God is. I feel fire. He does. And uh, I said, oh, that coal, that one coal that this seraphim's brain touching this dude's lips, and it did all that, I got an idea. I said, all right, Father, what if you he got just a lip job. take me and throw me into where they get the coals from? Because you had to get that coal from somewhere. And I'm sure there's not just one coal out there. You know, when you have coals, they're all together like in a barbecue. You got them in there or you campfire coals, embers. You know, there's never, have you ever seen just, you never see just really one coal out there. Maybe occasionally in the wild, that's I don't know. That's a sad barbecue man. But, you, you know, one coal mm. barbecue, that's a sad, one, one marshmallow barbecue maybe. barbecue ministries. That's like one marshmallow maybe. I have this Very one little sad. ember of Jesus on my heart. <laughs> my life sucks. That's what it's like living on Malkut, honestly. Your one Christian relationship of Torah but miserable. you're gonna get more so i saw that before i knew about the supper i saw that verse and i was like ah here's an opportunity to ask god for something how about this i said i don't know if it would like destroy my inner man if it's because they only took one to touch his lips mm. but i believe that even if it destroyed my inner man you could recreate it i just wasn't sure what was gonna god happen raises the dead right he raises the dead it's like what because you know you hear these stories from the angels about Angels being obliterated could put they won't even look in the eyes of this one angel because he could obliterate them as a spirit being. Good. I was like, 
I want to be able to look at that angel face to face sometime. Me yeah. and you, buddy, we're gonna have a, sh- a show, yeah, really a stare down of a staring contest with the angel that obliterates spirits Seraphiel, with his eyes. Prince of the Seraphim. See what you got, buckwheat. Yeah, it's like, am I, is my little baby gingerbread man spirit going to incinerate? And I'm sure God could recreate it. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. So that was like, you know, what if? I said, Lord, if it's possible. And I believe all things are possible with you. If you could just take me and put me into where they got that coal from, just all the coals, just put the whole thing in there and just whoosh. And it ended up being the whole realm of the Sephiroth mm. coals. I had no idea. But there was all these little clues. Mm. Whenever you get those little exciting, fun little clues, understand you could be on to the next big thing in your life, spiritually walking with God, and it's usually fun, it's exciting, revelatory. And life-changing. It's a lot better than playing Clue with Sarah killing you with a crowbar in the library. Or you could just play Blue's Clues because that is more PG. What are we playing Blue? He's talking about out here Blue's playing Clues. board games. Blue. <laughs> Play out here playing Who Done It and Accuser of the Brethren. <laughs> if it wasn't for you, I could just be. But Joe Biden is wearing his face mask again. Haven't you seen the news? <laughs> Take your news and throw it in the lake of fire. And then after mm-hmm. that, we're going to get a life. The life of mm-hmm. Jesus Christ's resurrection. Amen. Amen. You know, Christianity <laughs> is about to get an upgrade. It's getting an upgrade. We were just talking about, you know, tonight, not really being able to blame, you know, friends, family members too much for not really wanting to be on board. Think about how traumatizing religion is. Can you imagine going through all that religion again and again in various forms, thinking this is the next best thing? And some of you, that's your story. No, this is it. You need to curse your Christian and, uh, demons. And you just They're go pretty strong through, in this place, honestly. You just you have gone through so many different religious spirits, like you said, or religious experiences, and you're just like, my goodness, when can I get off of the ride? This is like a a, a horrible carnival ride. I just want to, you know, get me out of here. Like, so you can't, you know, I understand why people hesitate to get on board with what God's doing because they've had so much PTSD. But Christianity is going through a remodel right now. And it needs it. This is what I'm saying is, you know how bad it is out there. Some of you have been through it. How horrible religion is. It'd be odd or Traumatizing. Uh, Just the hopes and dreams being crushed. I mean, just the list goes on and on. Hoping for healing, but it doesn't really come. Or it comes and then it goes because there's still like under the canopy of Jezebel. And you don't know why. Why doesn't it work? Like that's why in Cursed Christianity, we've talked about this before. Tithing doesn't really work in Jezebel Christianity. You know, you've been there and you're like, but what, it's supposed to work, it doesn't work. So then you get trauma over tithing and then when it comes to the They'll actual listen thing. listen to us and then take God our teaching and, and go do it with the Antichrist and wonder why like it don't that. work. So, you know, there's just a lot of things. You have to understand and be patient with people. God's very patient with us. Try to remember a decade ago, if you're even that old, if you're younger than that, think about like as far back as you can ideas. remember. This is a bar. It's a non-alcoholic ten, ten bar. Plus. So. Yeah, ten plus. Ten and older. Mm-hmm. I need to see Bring your library ideas. card. <laughs> but, um, you know, think about how different you were back then and where you're at now. And you didn't know what you know now. How patient was God with you way back then? I oh, my goodness. I was more entertained by Elsa than Elijah. 
Right. Elsa's pretty cool, though. Honestly. Gotcha. That's something you need to she repent. Has, <laughs> I don't know. Like, Elsa's gold dust Frozen demons. Well, that, that's probably true. There's probably some of that, you know. It's probably... But, um, you know, think about how patient God was with you. I mean, honestly, if you back then showed up to the bar tonight, you would not be having it. You would probably judge that person. Oh, my gosh. Can you believe? Yeah. So religious. So I'm better deceived. Than I'm... And there it goes. <laughs> oh, wait, there's Jesus in us. You know, just it's good to be patient. The best thing you can do to help others in those situations is honestly just go hire yourself. Because when your life is bearing the fruit of the testimony of Jesus Christ on sapphire stones, there's going to be so much more grace operating in your life to just flood and heal all those things because you're going to be so much more healed and whole and when you go up sapphire stones it's no longer about so and so told me this this teacher told me that i read this in this book it's going to be real experience with an understanding and a hearing of the spoken word of god through the written word of god and signs and wonders that follow you're not running after signs and wonders anymore there's a there's a peace there's a calm. There's a confidence in knowing that no one in the whole world can even tell you no to the sapphire stones because you've experienced it. You have the circumcision. You have the marks of Christ in your body. You have experience and fellowship with the angels and with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So there's nothing in heaven or you know in the earth, under the earth, over the earth, in the heavens or the earth that can tell you anything otherwise than the sapphire stones because you know you know that you know you have the witnesses the three witnesses above and below the father son the holy spirit and the blood the water the, uh, the holy spirit the water the word of god you have all the blood of jesus you have all the witnesses the angelic witnesses the witnesses of righteousness who are walking the same path as you having the same experience and it, it just there's there's no more of that religious wondering and what if I'm doing it right or wrong and there's just a calm and a confidence that comes that you know and it says about those futuristic times it says then no one's going to say you know brother know the mm -hmm. Lord everyone will mm -hmm. it's not this mysterious religious thing anymore it's just it's clear in the heart it's as simple as if you just walked in and let's say you have Stephanie here uh, sitting down and you came in and you sat next to Stephanie and you met Stephanie and you had a good conversation you got to know each other you would know that Stephanie not only existed but you would know some of you know she likes to wear a bright color you, you know you how sure you are of those things just by having an encounter and experience it's literally that simple it's not so complicated the only time when things are complicated is when we lack vision we lack experience, we lack uh, understanding. And the hard part about the beginning of the journey is God expects you to walk by faith and not by sight, which means what's going to credit righteousness to your account? It's the same thing for Abraham, the father of faith, same thing for you. When he heard what God said, he believed. He just simply believed. Okay, God said it, that's it. I'm just gonna believe simple and how did you know that he believed he just obeyed okay 
this is what God said. I believe it. This is what he told me to do. Well, I'm going to go do it. That's it. It's really not that complicated. The human fallen mind is when it gets so complicated. Now, the mysteries of God, I know they're complex. He created quantum math. I don't think any of us in here are no, signed up for quantum for quantum math, right? We're probably not signed <laughs> up for that. But we're talking about all the all of the calculations it takes to create an entire world, star systems, planets, dimensions, <laughs> worlds, universes, ages. I mean, that's about as complicated as it gets, but the beauty of it is that he has made this so simple that even if you can't do math, even if you can't read, even if you have no wisdom whatsoever, everyone has an equal chance and opportunity to get to know God. The understanding comes later. That's how he tests the hearts. He's given everyone an opportunity to know him. Equally. I heard the heart say, I know how to read. Yes. But do you know how to read good? <laughs> <laughs> the best way to read good well, is to brother, hear read well. Read well is to hear the voice good. of God when you're reading. And understanding the language that he speaks in. And you get to know him over time. So it's just it's really a lot more simple than we sometimes make it up in our head. We have to figure out all these things and he really some of you, he just wants you to slow down a little bit and just take a deep breath in. Breath of life. And know that he is God. And just be still. And wait all the day on the Lord. That doesn't mean couch. Oh, right. Sign me up for the couch potato squad. I'm down. That sounds, I, I can be, I'm good for that. I can wait all day. You've enough couch I potato. <laughs> I got a Diet Coke and a bag of Cheetos. I'm good to go. I'm good to wait for at least another seven hours, especially if we're watching Netflix with God in glory. Amen. Amen. DoorDash, McDonald's. No. Okay. Need Exercise and exorcisms. Yes. Ex <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. So, but it's just, you know, understand that God wants to be discovered by you. He's not just making it so hard or so difficult. We make it so hard and so difficult by overcomplicating things when it's just simply do the right thing. And that's why you'll see a lot of people are just fed up with Christianity. It's not really anything personal to do with you or how you've represented, you know, maybe you've made mistakes here and there, but it's, it's not so much how you've really even represented the glory and what God's doing. A lot of people are just kind of fed up with modern Christianity. And I understand why. It's pretty bad out there. Think about it. Honestly, modern day Christianity, especially, you know, the really weird realms and even the glory, they might have the most radical, charismatic Pentecostals. But to be honest, a lot of handlers. the. <laughs> right. A lot of the modern day Christianity has made Babylonians honestly look like angels. Mm -hmm. Let me explain myself a little bit. Maybe if you're in corporate world, or you at least work in a decent job, or just have some decent friends. You know what I'm talking about, right? What's really important? Okay, so you want me to go to a charismatic or a glory stream church? 
you know, they're going to be hot hands. You know, like, oh, hot hands. Like, who wants to go to that? Oh, hot hands. Oh, oh, you're going to, woo. And you're going to, and we're going to fly to space. Then the angel flashes. Oh, we're going to see angel flashes. Might even get some gold dust. And okay, why would anyone care? Oh, healing. Well, that's great. But (laughs) at the end of the day, yeah, maybe my arm isn't sore anymore, but is there anyone there that I can count on to have my back or mm. to be a friend? Yeah. Or even rarer, I don't know if you, have you ever even seen this in religion? Someone who's just true to their word. I can just work in a Fortune 500 company and meet like 10 people who are true to their word that I know if they tell me something, they mean it, they'll back it up. It'll be extreme circumstance, like a natural disaster, that they wouldn't back up their word. I can count on them. I know that they're they're an honest, truthful person. It's so rare in, in glory stream Christianity. Everyone's just like, well, because of the warfare, I just couldn't yeah. just be true to my word or be there for you. Um, or care no one cares and that's why I don't blame them for not wanting to come because in all Christianity pretty much nobody cares they don't care about you they're not true to their word they're just they just don't care about anyone but themselves and their own family and the fruit shows and they've ruined it for so many people who would have just came right in the sapphire stones. But no. And the father knows. I'm just glad some of you made it here today. I'm really glad that you can hear this. And it's a miracle that you can receive what God is doing now. That means you're extremely resilient in the seventh week with all the stuff going on right now to even be this far. So give yourself a little credit for persevering. <laughs> These some angels. Yeah, they've mm-hmm. been trying to encourage you. Mm-hmm. Just don't beat yourself up. There's a lot going on in the earth, in the heavens, but the beauty of it is, is you are more than conquerors. If you simply just don't give up, don't worry about the others who don't really get it yet. Just focus on doing the right thing. Be there for someone. Be true to your word. That Have the reputation, whether people believe or not. Whatever denomination they have, or they're Buddhist or whatever. Your coworkers, your family members. Have the standard of character that you're reliable, you're consistent, you're faithful. I mean, the only thing, you know what makes pigeons the only acceptable bird offering in the whole Bible? Is they're faithful to their spouse and they're gentle. They're gentle and they're faithful to their spouse. That's it. So, and that's meant in the oral tradition of Moses, they talk about that's, we're supposed to learn from that. But then you look in Christianity, divorce rate is worse than it is most of the times out there. and. And even when the people are together, it's just there's so much Tower of Jezebel sor- like sorcery and selfishness, and it's just most people would most honestly be a lot of people would honestly just be happier 
working a nine to five with a good crew of people and they know they can have decent friends who will help them in their time of need, tell them the truth when they need to hear the hard truth and not just be fake nice, right? You get, cause that, that's the problem with modern day Christianity. Oh, ha ha ha, oh he, oh ha ha ha. And, but then flake out, no help, you don't care about me. No amount of niceness or fun, ha ha, he he, ha, ha, we're in the glory can make up for a lack of character, true friendship, leadership. Who's going to tell you the truth even when it's not an easy thing to say or an easy thing to hear, you know? So it's about character building. That's what the Sapphire Stone journey is. It's about character building and refinement. And so that fruit, when you show forth the Sapphire Stone fruit in your life in greater and greater measures, that's honestly going to speak for itself. It's going to speak volumes to your family. You know, persecution, but you're going to rise and have the grace that you need to restore the name of God in the earth because Christians have given God a bad name. Well-meaning, good intentions. What do they say? The road to hell is paved with good intentions, right? Who is going to be the kind of person that can back up with the character of, and the nature of God, who you really are. When you go to work, is it just about you and your warfare versus your mean boss and everyone's out to get you and I just gotta fend for myself? Or when you come there, they rely on you, they can lean on you, they trust that you're always gonna be there on time. It's really like, they'd be, whoa, why are they not here on time? There's something wrong, did something happen to them? They know that if it's so busy, You'll do whatever it takes to make sure everyone floats through the whole day or the whole shift or whatever challenges come. Make the team strong. You're a problem solver. You won't even rest. You'll do the research to make sure that you have it calculated exactly so that the whole team can walk away looking like you look good as a unit, not like, well, he messed it up and I came and rescued and you got to put others down. No, you cover their flaws, come up with solutions and make the whole unit look good together. That's the kind of character we're actually talking about. So it just has nothing to do like, I don't understand. God's tired. <laughs> He's tired. He doesn't want another song, another meeting, another doctrine. Oh, it's just so wearisome. It's just like, don't even, sometimes God's just like, don't even talk to me. Just shut up. You're over here praying, oh, you do, and they, God, they, but they, why, God? Just shut up. The witchcraft prayers. Well, but so-and-so has this, and I just don't want to miss out on my destiny, and how could it, and just, you're cursing people. God's had enough. He wants you to be a good person. Do the right thing. Be there for a friend. Help someone. Not just whatever you feel like and you feel guilty in this. No, no. The Holy Spirit instructing you. Hey, so-and-so needs encouragement. Send them a nice text. Hey, so-and-so, they need, you know, go and drive their kids to the thing. Why don't you offer to help, you know? There, there's so many things we miss out on the opportunity to be a witness for God, simply just for a lack of doing just the right thing. 
and being sensitive to the Holy Ghost. It has nothing to do. What if we just need to wave our hands another eight hours and it'll be 24-7 worship? Just shut up and sit down. Just do your work right. Stop being lazy at work. When it, work unto the Lord with all your heart so you can learn the discipline. It's not just about working for Pharaoh. It's just like revelation on how to problem solve and work smarter and not necessarily always just physically harder. Right? There's revelation because those revelations in your workplace you're at now, that builds character and it gives you a revelation you'll need five, ten years from now that you don't even know about. God knows about it. You don't know about it. I don't know about it yet. God knows. So I'm not going to be able to tell each and every one of you individually, what should I do about this? And I have this decision to make. And I have this decision to make. I know a lot of you are sometimes more comfortable. You want a one-on-one. -on -one. You want, you know, and tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. Moses, you just go up the mountain and tell me what to do. <laughs> well, this is what the Lord's been saying this season. Many wise counselors establish your plan so you can succeed. That's in the books of wisdom, in the Bible. So when you have your, your groups and your squadrons, I want to encourage you, don't stop being so paranoid about, oh, we can't talk to anyone who's a believer because everyone's doing witchcraft. And how about we just break that trend and just be there to help each other with wisdom and seriously pray to help each other. And then you have groups. Because if you're just counting on one person like me, it honestly, it doesn't matter how high I go up. I still have to meet my things for the day. Like I have instructions every day. I have to get those instructions every day. A lot of people are counting on it. The angels are expecting me too. Sometimes I have more, sometimes I have less, but it's really important for me to do my assignments every day, which means I don't have time for one-on-one -on -one to tell everybody, you know, you have this business decision or you have this thing that you're studying for, you have this issue with this family member. I'm always gonna pray and cover it, but there's a larger chance for me to, if I'm not on that assignment, there's not going to be as much accuracy there because I'm not supposed to be working on all these little things. But if you come together, like the Lord's been saying, and have wise counsel, right? When you have many counselors who are learning righteousness, walking in wisdom, getting purified, it doesn't get better than the group that we have, honestly. Yeah. Start to open up and yeah, share you guys a little are bit. The best in the so, whole world. And, and work on count. Don't be, a, and I know some people might just be afraid. What if I give them the wrong thing and then it, you know what? It's called refining an idea. You can share an idea and then other people will bring each one of their own wisdom and their own experience and what the Lord's telling them or a Bible verse that's highlighted and you put it together and by the end of it, it refines the idea and they have all this other counsel and wisdom to build them up and help them. And even if what you shared at that time doesn't help with that specific situation, the next week, the next few months after, they might remember what you said and apply that wisdom to the other situation. So you're constantly building each other up it's with like wisdom and experience. It's, it's really good. So hmm. we want to build more of that because it's just building each other up and it's not just being so afraid and bound up and just, it's about transforming the natural dimension by being obedient to the will of the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ within us who cries Abba Father yeah. amen like Daft Punk said you got to lose yourself to dance <laughs> amen that's a good idea some of you might just go home and have a dance, dance party that stuff out of you it's fun. there 
it's not even a question if people are augured. It's like how much is the priesthood developed of Jesus Christ, high priest of righteousness, inside your spirit right now from knowing his word, believing it and acting upon it in the earth to help others. Agape, which means to help others out of Jesus Christ's divine providence formed in your eternal spirit and eternal soul. And how do we know that Jesus Christ is formed in us? Colossians 1.27 says, We've realized the Shekinah light. Our mind lives in the light. You are the children of light. Put on the armor of light. It is written, While I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. What's the word there? Shekinah. What is Shekinah? Anyone know? Let's say it out loud. Christianity. 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 That's what Shekinah is. Any kind of Christianity apart from Shekinah is darkness, right? Because the light that God is light, and in Him there's no darkness at all. What's the light that God is? Shekinah. So we need discernment of Shekinah and darkness in our own hearts. We don't need the planks and the specks mm -hmm. in our human eyes that are always wrong. Yep. The nefesh is always wrong about everything. It is written. Romans 8, it wars against Shekinah continuously. Mm -hmm. Right? That's what the Bible says. Amen. Maybe this would be a good time, I think, if you can share some of your revelation on soul levels and the inability to perceive the higher things. <laughs> because I think that might help some people. So we walk by faith, not by right. sight. For how long? Until his eyes, whose eyes? The eyes of Shekinah light are burning through our hearts. What did the Apostle Paul mm -hmm. say? Illuminate the eyes of our hearts, Holy Spirit. So you have the eyes in your head that are how often wrong? 100% of the time. Your natural senses are 100% of the time. Ears, eyes, nose, taste, and touch gates always wrong. They're never right except through circumcisions. Otherwise, Jesus Christ didn't need to come. Right? Oh, because we didn't even need him because we could just have Old Testament religion and just be good through reading the Bible. Right? Is that what bewitches almost all Christians right now? Yes, it is. That you can be good apart from him being formed in your spirit and soul through circumcisions that remove your humanity out and imparts divinity simultaneously. Write that down. Divinity is imparted in every word of Torah. If it's not, you're hardening your heart. You're callousing your heart. You're not allowing the Messiah into your heart. Well, I've already asked him in. Well, is he in control of your thoughts, emotions, feelings, plans for your life, how you spend your time today? When you woke up this morning, did you give your time to the Messiah, or is it all about you? Do you just think about how to entertain myself, how to feed myself, how to take care of myself, how to make myself look good in front of others? Guys, that's all sin. So God loves sinners. While we were yet sinners, what does the Bible say? Jesus Christ loved us. He loves you. He loves you enough to change you. The issue is, when you're religious, you resist the change from human being into angel-like son of God. So, the valley of decision called earth is the place where you decide how much of your human nature, which is your heart, you give him every day. This is the world of Messiah. These are all the rungs of existence of Messiah. 
You are making decisions tonight at the sound of my voice. How close you will be to Jesus Christ for eternity. This is not a meeting like a religious service. This is a festival of the cloud of witnesses in the eternal realm of heavenly glory. Mm, And how you react to this word, this Torah, this sword, this apostolic commandment from sapphire stones is a softening of heart to come closer to him or a hardening of heart to distance yourself further from Jesus Christ into grosser and grosser darkness or into more glorious and glorious light. Grosser and grosser darkness or more and more glorious upon glory light. So it's your reaction to the Word of God. Amen? So when we engage in the Word of God and like Him, how many of y'all know that's why it's gold? They literally wrote the Bible for thousands of years in gold. Why? Because they liked Him. They liked His presence. They liked His fire. They despised their human nature. They hated their sins. They hated their selfishness. They hated their confusion. They hated their religious nature. A person that truly loves Torah, Moses and the prophets and the Messiah and the apostles, Old Testament, New Testament, the full gospel. Mm. Come on now. The full gospel, old and new, both. Moses' gospel and Jesus Christ's gospel. Moses' gospel, yes. The good news was preached from Moses that's written in Torah. He gave them the gospel. And they rejected it and said, nope, we're going to cling to ourselves in the sand. That's Torah. So they reject the Torah of Moses. Then they come in and reject the Torah of Messiah. The issue is God wants you to accept Torah and accept the gospel. You can't have one without the other, Buckwheat. You can't. How do you know that? Overcomers playing harps, Moses and the Lamb, which is the government of Mount Zion, written in Revelation chapter 15 of the Holy Bible. In your scriptures, it says Moses and the Lamb. Not the Lamb only, not Moses only. Why do you need both? I'll tell you why. Hebrews chapter 3 says, The very house of the universe is Moses' Torah. Right? You know the Bibles, you read the Bibles, Hebrews 3, that's what it says. The house of the entire world was built by the Torah of Moses. I have not come to do away with Moses, but to fill it. What fills the house? Colossians, Christ whose spirit fills the universe. Right? That's what Colossians says, that Jesus Christ's Holy Spirit fills the house of Moses today. Why are you not experiencing it? And why are some experiencing it greatly? One reason, the knife on your human hearts. That's it. If you reject the sword in your heart, you're saying, I will stay in the dirt of the house. I will stay in the dust and in the mud of the demon spirits. Now, what's dust, dirt, and mud? You read Torah, Genesis? Mm -hmm. The food of the serpent, you will crawl on your belly and eat dust, it is written. Who said that? God the Father. You think he's right? He's right. 
So demons are subjected to human sin only. Now, Jesus Christ obliterates sins. That's what the wrath of the Lamb actually is. So that there's no dust in your heart, dust in your soul, which is your emotions and your feelings and your human thought life, and dust in your bones. It obliterates dirt, dust, and mud of death and demons and foul birds and beasts of the field. All the augury of the image bearing of birds, beasts, and reptiles are obliterated by Jesus Christ crucified to death through your hearts. Okay, note takers. Amen. Note takers. Loose. Note takers. Dust. Rock. Mineral. Dirt. Plant. Mud. Mud. Clay. Animal. Human. All right, let's do that again. So for your notes, we're going four rungs of Malkut here mm. on that revelation. Dust, rock, that's mineral. Dirt, plant. Mud, clay, that's animal and man. And if you... Uh, look into the oral tradition of Moses or the scribal uh, rabbinical recordings and records of the story of creation based on what Moses was saying verbally to the people based on what he saw in sapphire stones. They talk about uh, the different heavens of, you know, water and fire, but then they talk about the dust of the earth and the mud. It's like the mixing of these elements, the sapphire stones at the word of God creating all of creation so if you're seeing that that dust is the serpent food if that kingdom is given to the serpent until there's an overcoming that means you know dust from the minerals mineral rock dust you know planetary dust mineral level dust remember the stony places in the heart you can put that that's a holy mm. ghost highlight the yeah. stony places in the heart that's what he's talking the places about. Places with no Torah. And how to remove the rocks from the soil, and then also put a New Testament Torah for your parables of the New Testament on the seed going into the different types of soil. Right? What chokes out? There was the rocky places, right? There was the thorns that choke it out. That's the plant. There was the bird, the animal that comes and plucks it. The augers. Yep. So. You can kind of connect those uh, if you want to have some fun. That'll be really fun if some of you want to put, you know, some of your notes together or your charts with the pictures. That'll be a really powerful uh, for group study or for sharing in the the online. That would be really wonderful. That's a great study. Do you want the angelic world to be more real to you than the natural world? Do you want the invisible realm that created the natural realm to be your vision. See, the issue is a lot of people would just want to stick their hand, their heads in the sand. This is too much. I can't handle reality. Put me back in the matrix, right? The guy was making deals with Mr. Smith in the matrix. Put me back. I don't want to remember nothing. I want a ton of money, just billions, a super hot wife, gold, girls, glamour, right? You've seen matrix. Matrix. Oh is, yeah, the guy he wants the blue pill. Is based on a true <laughs> story. It's called 
reality. A lot so, of people want the blue pill. It's kind of surprising. Reality. Now, a, a real matrix is the womb and birthing of the Son of God by which you are saved. It is written not by childbearing, but by birthing the divine child. First Timothy, it is written. So we're saved in our matrix by the Shekinah of the word, like a river in the Torah of John seven thirty eight. Out of your matrix flows rivers of Shekinah delivering you from demons. <laughs> There's deliverance going on here tonight. And it's wonderful. I love it. We celebrate deliverance every day. You're always growing. We get deliverance every day. Oh, yeah. If you're not getting delivered, you didn't grow today. Yeah. It's not like this one-time thing looking good in front of others. you got to get that respectability mm-hmm. off of you. You can't care yeah. what others think if you want to grow in Christ. you got to care mm-hmm. what the Holy Ghost, the presence of God, mm-hmm. thinks. This is a good apostolic rule of thumb that I like to kind of live by. Again, just a rule of thumb, right? Uh, which is, I never waste a good shower. <laughs> if I'm going to be coughing up some kind of mucus <laughs> or something, just go ahead and anything that you need to do for the day. Let's say you know what rung you're on. Or let's say you let's say you don't know what rung you're on. You're like pretty sure Black Malkut in the depths uh-huh. of Tartarus, but yeah. I'm on my way out. <coughs> like a swamp creature down here. Well, reptilian. Not you know the whole purpose of these rabbinical sages' teachings over the years and everything that's in the Old Testament and the New Testament. There's this common theme through there that the whole point. A lot of times these rabbis will say, is that no matter how far you've fallen. There's a chance for you. you know, there, there is the point of no return in those extreme cases. But for the majority of people, even if you're listening to this, you probably you probably have a shot. Yeah. Is that even if you've hey, fallen you so it. far, you might make it, Buckwheat. You might make it, little <laughs> wrestling game. Is that if you stay humble. He can be found by you, and you can change. Like, we're clay, we're moldable, we're changeable. And the, there was a one point, I think... It was in like the sixth world. I think it was in the sixth world. And I just remember having this experience with God in which the value of my life was simply the willingness and ability to change. It's not like, you know, you're anything special in the sixth world. You're pretty much still wrong about most things of God. About 40% wrong. About 40% wrong. It's very all the time. Very wrong. That's like sixth world. You just don't know nothing. You know, it's just that's oh six tiferets up Jacob's ladder, and you're forty like, percent wrong make about it? everything. All the there's time. grace for your rising. Woo! It's just our judgments about the things of God, each other, manifestations. It's all just. It's a lot of times it's so wrong. Well, and how do you know that? What when you're at a certain level, you're usually going to be keen to the things below you because you have that bird's eye view. But there's so much more above. And it's usually the things above us that we misjudge the worst. And it's really, yeah. it's, it's oh. actually not possible. If you have a ruah and then you encounter someone with a neshama, it's not possible for you to judge the neshama correctly. You will literally be judging the neshama wrong so much. It, it, yeah. Or, you know, that's common with ruah. Unrighteous judgment is mm-hmm. why most Christians stop growing in Christ. The, if there's something that's higher than you, it's best just to not judge it for the fear of judging unrighteously. It's that's best. what King David said in Psalms. Yeah, that I was will important. not judge things mm-hmm. higher than me. It's a principle for right. spiritual growth. Because it's shocking. You can't. You'll die. It, it's shocking. Like, you know, I've, I was learning about the seventh world. 
for a while and there was even times where I wasn't even allowed to study about it on my way up going through Yetzir I was like oh man what's absolute gonna be like what are the creatures there what are the mysteries what are the secrets what are the encounters what's it like you know what kind of chandelier I want to know the quality of the glory right and just to know like the Torah and there was times where if I would like literally almost hurt myself if I got to look into things that were too high for me. And so you learn early on the discipline of not, it's not that I couldn't study any of it. It was just not okay to have the impulse of the bone throne of Satan, which is your desire for knowledge. Yeah. Impulse of the flesh, nature. The forehead. Right, the dat. Dat. That's the bone throne of Satan. But you're like, well, I, well, I just want to learn about the seventh heaven. No. I'm a glorious Christian. Wrong throne, I've already buckwheat. conquered two worlds. Nothing. Just nothing. Zero bone throne. 100% Christ throne. Then you find out you're still a buckwheat three or four worlds into it. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, just... A blessed well, fool. Buckwheat for life. Just put that in the comments. That buckwheat wild? for life. He will even tolerate <laughs> blasphemous fools going from glory to glory. Yeah. Because you're growing. It's, it's pretty embarrassing. Just say it's coming out. I would say it's, it's coming, coming out. out. Amen. I'll share with you some of my carnality of my embarrassment. <laughs> um, I hope it comes out. I'll, I'll share with you just to be just to share with you some of this, like some of my carnality of my own embarrassment in front of the angels. Now we go to New York, and these are majestic angels. Like we already have amazing angels, but you know when it's you know when you're on people that are in a different culture than you, and it's all formal, and you're just like trying to make your angels look good, and so you look much good. French to the other angels. These angels are so like on point and they don't really, they're not, they could, so our angels Those deal with us every day so they know our problems. Yeah. So our angels are used to us and our problems. They're kind of like, yeah, we're used to it. They kind of do that. They mess up on that all the time, you know? They're, they're, they understand our weaknesses and they encourage us. So I'm trying to be on my best behavior, right? For these, because I wasn't even, I didn't even know there was going to be a greeting party there. All like, they, they had the captain yeah. of the New York coast there and he's coming to bring in the report to our angels captains and like giving them the lowdown on like this is what's going on in the city it was the most insane greeting party it was the best part of probably the entire new york trip (laughs) it uh, feel fire the angels are amazing art i was so happy i was kind of like side-eyeing my angels like i'm trying to make the our angels look good like we're on look how good our humans are like you know like i felt that kind of vibe like don't embarrass me in front of the new york angels kind of vibe and that was part of that's my own car- uh, carnality, but some of that was it's kind of funny, but that's it's good. true. But um, but uh, there was a couple of times there was kind of like one of the angels was like, "So you you don't understand Hebrew?" And I'm just like, "Yeah, I just uh, you know we're millennials. Google Shabbat Translate. Shalom, Shabbat, Shalom, bro. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. You don't understand Hebrew? No, I I'm sorry. Hebrew. Out of Translate. all the, I used to sort of just have Google the interpretation Translate. of tongues." But it fell out of practice because everyone I used to practice with turned into witches and warlocks at a high level of the satanic priesthood of Melchizedek. And now, all I have is my phone. Oh, I'm not going to give you the sob story, but that's kind of like where it's at. And it's how I found out about Tiferet and Red Letter Ministry. Right. If it wasn't for Google translating my tongues, I wouldn't have found out about Tiferet. That's how I got into it uh, initially. And then also... Uh, I'm the biggest fan of Google Translate. And uh, what do you call it? World. And I found Red Letter Ministries with it, so... 
That's two big wins. This Red Letter Ministries and the Sephirot by translating. Just speaking tongues into your Google Translate. And it see works it for me. I don't know. It's kind of lame, but it's really cool. At the same I don't time. do it very often. I don't she like, does it like a thousand times a here's day. Here's my thing. I don't do Candy Crush. I made a covenant with God. I was not going to be one of the Candy Crush people. I'm sorry if you're Candy Crush people. I'm not judging you. I've overcome that by now. But I'm talking like worlds ago when I was much more judgmental. I was like, that was a fun game. I don't want to be the candy crush, you know, addicted on my phone. I want to do something useful. But, you know, it's fun to have a phone game where, like, you know, this is the generation of technology. I want to something. Yeah, that's a good game. No, Let's go kill. no, no Diablo. No Diablo. Well, you killed the devil in it. No Diablo. Okay, okay. You've had enough, Diablo. You've had enough. Buckwheat. So I wanted something, you know, you have one a fun little thing to do when you're standing in line at the grocery store. What do you do? Just kind of like, I like to always like praying in tongues anyway. Well, now guess what? I can have a fun, it's like a fun game for me. There'd be so many foreigners around that they'd be like, oh, it's just Russian. I would literally just, you I'm do so, it into your phone. People just think you're just. 45,000 different languages. No one notices. Anywhere I've lived. <laughs> there's just every language in the, under the moon just everywhere. Right. So, you know, I used to live in Austin, Texas, and there's, again, cultures everywhere, people speaking different languages. No one thinks anything of it. If you're just grabbing your phone, you go... We'd be in situations where it was rare anyone spoke English. <laughs> like when we went to this oh, French yeah. restaurant, the, they didn't even try to speak English. It was straight <laughs> French. And you just should be like, that. Just be like, yep, that one, and... They'd be like explaining the meal and they think they're speaking English, but they're not. But we know. We know, we that's know not they're English. not There's speaking no to us way in English at that point. We can point. understand a single word you're saying. It is so At French. that point, I was like, Lord, why didn't I practice the gift of interpretation of tongues a little more so and I can understand what this Frenchman five, is saying? Five star Michelin star restaurant. Just speak it into my Google Translate. <laughs> is that French you're speaking? Is that French? A- English. Well, I don't know. But well, be respectful about it. Yes, right? oh, I mean it, they were amazing. They were kind. They were patient. <laughs> they were very kind and patient, and they were wonderful. The Midwesternness of my own really began to shine in the French restaurant. They're like, man, I am Ooh. so far from Kansas. It's not even <laughs> funny. funny. So then, you know, this, they come up to the, the table. France. I was just glad. I was able to understand. Maybe I would say about forty percent of it. If I looked at the menu to kind of read along while they're going over the menu, and can, you know when you lean in, have you ever heard someone foreigner speaking kind of lean in, and you really try to listen through? These French or when you're on like the phone with the Indians, Parisians. Uh, on the, the you know the the phone help, you gotta get the phone call center. You call in the call center, and you're just leaning in like I, I think I know what he's trying. We were like a fascinating <laughs> experiment to them. They'd be leaning over the table like, watching. Look at this fresh meat off the boat. How are they going to react to our most sophisticated and cultured uh, they were culture enjoying. in the whole world? It was a whole French Michelin star situation with everyone on staff French. If there was a <laughs> centimeter low on any cup, that was fun. they'd be flying around like lightning bolts and it'd be filled yeah. within seconds. I'd never yeah. seen it. worked like clockwork in there. It's true haute French cuisine. And it freaking blew my mind and gave me a grid for the excellence available for the human being. I didn't even know anything like that existed. Totally blew my mind. And, and on top of the, the best service, they're all happy. Mm-hmm. The manager would come over. He's grinning cheek to cheek. Oh, he wanted yeah. to make sure that we liked the desserts. Oh, yeah. And the energy, the lightning was so strong. The Shekinah was mm-hmm. so strong. 
No bugs. Yeah. Guys, no. People in this world have learned how to use the light to the point in civilization where there's not even flies. There's not even bugs. Mm-hmm. Do you know that there's people that can call them light workers or whatever? I know you guys are all Christians and you have the true light. Listen, that's also light up there. And I'm not justifying unbelief, any of that, but they know how to use the light at Where a level of sophistication. So, very no, sophisticated. <laughs> very, very sophisticated. We are very sophisticated. Oh, right. We're getting there. Where they know how to move in that measure of Shekinah that doesn't even allow bugs. And it's true. It's a sign to wonder. Like, we'll go to the highest level restaurant here in the Twin mm-hmm. Cities, and there's still flies. In some of there's the oral tradition, they do mention the usage of Shekinah before it was redacted or retracted back into the heavenlies. It's it used Torah. to rest upon a cherub in the garden. So even though the garden was closed off, the Shekinah would be visibly there with the glory <laughs> enthroned upon a cherub so that even though they were outside of the garden, they could come like towards the gate and they would gaze mm. on the Shekinah. And when they would just be still, right? Be still mm. and behold your Lord. That's why they're like, hello. Hint, the, the hint, bugs would be nudge, nudge, up. wink, wink. <laughs> Should probably be doing this because what would happen is when they would just look at it and admire it and sit there and just... some of us you know we just need to do that no bugs would even touch Mm -hmm. them uh demons could not harm them or overpower them that's right Uh, the curses could not land on them and this was simply by being still and beholding the shekinah glory Mm. and not going after like you know like nimrod y'all this already exists on the mountaintops of your Mm -hmm. world you're just down in the valley don't even know about it oh Listen, Ecclesiastes oh, yeah. says one fly in the ointment spoils the perfume, mm-hmm. which means the perfume gets strong enough that mm-hmm. there's no flies, no bugs. This isn't just a possibility with great faith that my house is a bug-free zone. We got some ways to go. We're coming along nicely. It's a guarantee, and many people mm-hmm. are already living in that standard. It's, a, it's true. It's, a lot of times it's about taking action that increases the Shekinah. And that doesn't mean now don't get religious. What would the religious demon want you to do with this information mm. that we've just shared? Start Notion. judging each no other. No bugs in the whole zone. Right. So then people might start judging each other or being beating themselves up because there was a fly in the house this week. I failed. Oh God, yeah. I failed. You know, it's about spiritual excellence Progress. and Shekinah increase and a natural excellence. So when you have both, you're walking in both realms. I have less lice today than I did yesterday. That's actually Rhema. Wow. Spiritual lice has come up multiple times uh, for the people in the I'm last week. I'm a prophet week. of God. Look out. Yeah, come on. Prophesy. So we just release the lice destruction oil, burning oil, onto your heads, into your minds. All the bugs and the lies and the flies, anything that causes augury or any any kind of hijacking of your thoughts, emotions, senses, let that be loose out of your soul, out of your mind. You're sheep. We're sheep. Peace. Jesus Christ is our great shepherd. You Peace. know that's true. The sheep are only safe from bugs, flies, and different gnats to the measure the great shepherd rubs his oil in their heads. If you know about shepherding in the realm of the natural sheep and lambs and rams, what do they do? They have to rub their heads with ointment. Mm -hmm. In ancient times, it was literally olive oil, cheap stuff. There were seven different grades of it. Like the menorah lamp would have the highest grade oil to burn in the temple. The lowest grade oil 
would go on the sheep's heads for the shepherds. Well, guess what we get in the New Covenant? The highest grade oil of Jesus Christ in Zion, the anointed one means the oiled one. And that oil drips down upon your heads daily if you receive his daily instructions, his word. That's why it's a golden word. Because it's the word that brings the oil that keeps the bugs away. What are the bugs? Demons, Mm -hmm. evil spirits, wicked witchcraft, selfish, lust spirits, pride Mm -hmm. spirits, religious spirits. All of them get obliterated in the fresh oil. What does Psalm say? King David, perfect king. Mm. He anoints my head with something. Fresh Fresh oil! I thought he was going to say cheese whiz, honestly. (laughs) Oh, buddy. In this day and age, we use cheese whiz. You know, it comes in a can, tastes good on crackers. I know you haven't eaten that in probably a decade, but I remember cheese whiz. I tell you what, we need oil. We need Desperately. oil. <laughs> we don't need cheese whiz. <laughs> You've had enough cheese. You've had enough. You're cheesy enough. You're now cheesy it's time enough. for oil. That's true. Amen. We need oil. Salvation comes by one thing, Bible says. The anointing of the anointed one. What is that in English? Somebody say Christ. What Christ. is Christ? If you study the Bible, Amplified mm, Classic, it tells you Christ is the anointing of the anointed one. Now, what is anointing? In ancient times, one thing only. Oil. Right? The recipes in Torah, it tells you what the anointing is. It says cinnamon, saffron, and olive oil. The finest thereof. Amen. What are you going to do with it? Mix it up? What do you do with it? Pour it on your head. And so everyone's going to the store buying Crisco and they got oily hair and then zits because it clogs your pores and you're just a mess. No, you need it from the angel. You need it from the spirit of Jesus Christ. You need it upon your physical brain. I tell you, mystic mystery right now, this will save your souls. Why is Jerusalem called mother, Galatians 4? Why is Zion called father? Because Jerusalem provides for all your material needs through pearls and gemstones. Mother Jerusalem, it is written. Why is God called Father? Because He provides for all your spirit and soul's invisible needs out of His dispensary of Shekinah glory. The Father, Father Spirits, that's His name in the Bible, Father of Spirits, He provides light for the Spirit. Food for the spirit, healing, restoration for the soul, Father of our spirits. That's his name. Now, what is the Holy Ghost? Mother Jerusalem, our mother above. Galatians chapter 4, it is written, it is written. Therefore, Mother Jerusalem has gemstone foundation, gemstone walls, and pearly gates. That's what the Bible says. We got theology, doctrine, religion about it. Now it's time for some practical application, which is provision and beauty for your physical nature, for your nefesh, holy, ghost-filled flesh. Amen. Mother Jerusalem provides all prosperity, all healing for the natural part of you. Somebody say truth anyhow. Why do you think pearls or gemstones are in there? Just so when we die, we go to heaven and fly away like angels. You're Gnostic heretics. No, the reason why it says we have this treasury, this open heavens in Malachi, 
to pour out such a blessing that your earthly storehouses can't contain it is because we have the gospel that saves us from poverty. We have the gospel that saves us from sickness, sin, and disease. What is that gospel? The gospel of heavenly Jerusalem. And I think you better read your Bibles because that's the promised land of the New Testament. What is the promised land of the New Testament? The heavenly Jerusalem called what? Galatians 4. Mother. Just say mother. Mother. You're either going to have Jezebel as mother, loose, or you're going to have Jerusalem as mother. But you can't have both, buckwheat. So come to the sword of the Lord that circles with the Torah of the Word of God and be sliced and diced from the selfishness and the depression of Jezebel's tower and that will be obliterated into the lake of fire and you'll be free in your mother above Jerusalem. Children of the promise, Sarah. And you are her children, children of Jerusalem, children of Sarah, if Jerusalem is your healer and provider in the realm of the natural Galatians says it. It's the truth. It's time we believe it and become the Galatians 6, Church of the Living God. Anybody know what that is? What the Bible says? Galatians 6, Israel. Type that in the comments. Israel. Israel. And you can separate the A from the L because L means the sons of God. The daughters of God. Israel. El meaning God, the Israel meaning child, the child or children of El, God. Now you are Israel. If you believe Torah, if you allow it to change your heart into Messiah's nature, guess what you get? Jesus Christ's inheritance undeserved. How much? The amount you're willing to be transformed in your hearts and minds and bones and marrow to his exact physical likeness that's what the holy ghost and the angels are helping you inherit salvation if you can receive it tonight amen you've heard the eternal gospel tonight now it's on your hearts to allow the angels to change you to have more of jesus and less of your name less of your cares wants desires hopes and plans and the cares wants hopes, plans, and desires of the Lord Jesus Christ that you may be His people and not your own, bought with a price, honoring Jesus with your bodies. 1 Corinthians 6.19, it is written. Amen? Amen. 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 Glory. I think we might have to look at some pictures tonight. <laughs> Give me just a moment. Let's not do it. Not yet. Not ready? I'm going to cue these up here in just a little I got bit. something. All right. So driving over here, the Lord gave me Psalm 16. Check this out. Amplified Classic. A poem of David, probably intended to record memorable thoughts. Keep and protect me, Yarevave, for in you I have found refuge. You guys know God's name, right? God, every single time in Hebrew, is Yad, He, Vav, He. No exception. There's no Jehovah in Hebrew. There is no Yahweh. There's no W in ancient Hebrew. It doesn't exist in the language. There's zero Ws. The ancient Hebrew that God spoke creation into existence is Yad, Hey, Vav, He. It has 22 letters. Amen. 
So every time you read the Bible, it's helpful to say God's name instead of English. English is just a modern language that only conveys about one one hundredth of the original meaning. And I know that's all you speak, but you can go into visions, you can have spiritual experiences, and go deeper into the English scriptures and begin to understand the ancient Hebrew encounters of Torah. And that's why it becomes gold. It becomes, whoa, I'm in heaven right now. Yep, you are. You're raptured. Torah raptures you. Mm. Amen? Amen. Keep and protect me, Yarevavhe, for in you I have found refuge, and in you do I put my trust and hide myself. I will say to Yarevavhe, you are my master. Psalm 16, I have no good beside or beyond you. As for the godly, the saints, who are in the land, let's say that's me. That's me. It is. Hopefully. And if not, just let them change your heart tonight. As for the godly, the saints, that's you, who are in the land, that's you. They are the excellent, the noble, and the glorious. The glorious. Psalm 16, verse 3. We are the excellent, the noble, and the glorious, in whom is all Yarevave's delight. Their sorrows shall be multiplied who choose another God. Or there's Elohim, or another angel. Their drink offerings of blood will I not offer or take their names upon my lips. Yarevave has chosen me and given me his portion, my cup. You hold and maintain my lot. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. And someone's like, ooh, I know what that means. I know what <laughs> yeah, that means. Some yeah, like kind that of esoteric thing. That's how you made your Crefro dollars sling in your Billy Grahams. Uh-huh. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Pleasant places. The places of the Shekinah glory. The places of the Garden of Eden. Ooh. Yes, I have a good heritage. Why? Because I obeyed the first five verses of Psalm 16. I will bless Yarevave, who has given me counsel. Yes, my heart instructs me in the night seasons. Well, say, so, well, the flesh, your spirit. Your spirit, which is the center of your heart, which is your soul. Your spirit instructs you in night seasons. Why? Because it's filled with God's word emanating Shekinah. How much Shekinah? Rivers, John 7, 38. Ooh. <laughs> it's actually pretty hot in here. I was going to ask if someone, I had a backup beverage, but it's like, it's all, it's like cooking. If someone grab me a cold one. I'll take one too. I'll take a, a pink grapefruit, please. You can. Uh, it's have, like 4,000 degrees the, in there. The uh, guy to fix this the is AC. what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego went through it's in the not, fiery furnace. It's not close to Texas. Turn it up level, seven times hotter, hotter, Lord. Right. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. And only their bonds were burned. Thank Call you. Blue Yeti. Call <laughs> Blue Yeti. I want my warranty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We just installed a new oh, AC yes. and furnace and it broke today. Praise God. So they're coming back. And to I'm fix still it. rejoicing, amen. It's a beautiful day in the glory. They're like, just get it over with. It's a freaking sun well, on here. Chill out, Buckwheat. We're getting ready for the uh what do you call it? The summer camp. <laughs> As it's written, they burn their children at the altar. Well oh, first yeah. fruits. Living sacrifices. Don't get nervous out there. I know some of you. Yeah, your right eye you starts blue, twitching and blueberries. Oh my, I'm calling 911. Drop me off at the orphanage. Okay. I will bless Yarevave who has given me counsel. Yes, my spirit 
instructs me in the night seasons. I have set Yadevave continually before me. You want to have a good day, a good night every day? Carpe nocturne, carpe diem, every day the best day of your entire life? Set the Shekinah of the eyes of the God I am, whom I serve, and his angels before you, with the twenty-four elders around about his throne, and you'll be blasted all the time. I have set the Shekinah God continually before me. That's literally what it says, the master of glory. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Therefore, my spirit is glad and my glory. Whoa, David, my glory. Brother, you better give God the glory. No, (laughs) I have given you the glory. John 17, Jesus Christ, red letters. That's when you know Mm -hmm. when you're in Satan. Yeah. David versus Satan. Look, okay, look at this middle. Look at this middle. Yeah. David. That's what it says. David said, my glory. Now, on the religious handway over here, it's like, oh, give God the glory. You don't share none of the and glory. And just only have Let darkness, religion. Let the sorcerers religion, keep all the stolen Shekinah yeah. in their fancy Get restaurants. Get bugs. And then, and then on the other side is the, the Schmeagol. My glory. Yeah. It's my precious. There needs to be a balance in the center. <laughs> David. Okay. We don't steal glory. Not over here. Not over but here. But we live in the glory. Here. And we go from glory okay. to glory. All right. Just to make Hallelujah. that really clear. Amen. We're not building our own little kingdom out of the selfish You're not murdering soul, hobbits. Uncircumcised okay? <laughs> soul nature. Stop murdering hobbits. It's against <laughs> the rules. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Somebody put that in your notes. Thou shalt not kill hobbits. Hobbits. <laughs> They are creatures of humility. Thou shalt not murder small midgets either. Amen. Amen. Are people with skin problems? Amen. Or if you have polyester mixed with cotton, thou shalt not be stoned to death because we're in the new covenant. You're saved. Hallelujah. You can wear all that fun stuff as long as you're obeying Mother Jerusalem. The whole law (laughs) is fulfilled in the obedience to Mother Jerusalem. Galatians, it is written. All right, okay, almost done okay. here. Only eleven verses. You guys need to chill out. And then, then we can start the next lesson. Yep. Then we'll start the second <laughs> session. You know, we're doctors, so we go four-hour sessions at a doctor. Maybe level of when we have enough Shekinah, we'll have the hors d'oeuvres in Welcome between sessions. Welcome to the University of Minnesota. And a little mini fridge this in is the a bar level that everyone restocks in the Torah. community for the people visiting to be refreshed, so you're not just like no dying break, in a barren four hours, wasteland just sit of eighty there degrees and soak it up. Yeah, we'll go glory to glory. <laughs> I'm having fun. Yeah, yeah you good. might you might have to bring a, some water or, or like the little fans with the spray. The little spray fans with the mist and then a little towelette to like wipe up the mess. Bring a fan or a big elephant leaf or something. A sanitary wipe so mop up the sweat like when you're in the gym. On Amazon you get the little fans that go... Or put the little, or if you like the little Evian no bottles. No water, though. We no, just no. had the leather polished. Yeah, I was like, you have to bring a little wipes, leather cleaning wipes to clean up after yourself. Just a towel. What? No, if you really want to go next level, you can get the little Evian. Have you seen the little Evian mm. spray water bottles they use for, like, mist? If you're not setting your makeup or you don't wear makeup and you just want that cool mist, and you put them in the refrigerator. I used to do this way With back the in the day when headphones. I was working. Yeah, I used to do this way back in the day when I was working, you know, like a regular Babylonian job. You get the little Evian water mist bottles for your face. Put them in the refrigerator 
And then you put that in. There's more electrolytes, oh. obviously. Feels nice. It's like that cool mist. It's Pour not it like the little good ice. 99 cent sprayer from you Amazon don't have that. Enough <laughs> ice in your life. Just kind of like, oh, <clears throat> I'm joking and dying. People be so intense their whole life turn into sin for relaxation. <laughs> you need some ice and spa music. You need Amen. some ice and spa music Amen. and some BCAs. Glory and some BCAs. They have. Mm. Do you have time to talk about your mitochondrial health? The Lord Jesus Christ cares about your mitochondrial hydration. So make sure you take BCAs. Cell quality buckwheats. It radiates Shekinah through the electricity of the cell wall, which is saturated H2O. with H2O. Can it get into your cells? Not without BCAs. Do you know how electricity moves through the 1H and the 2Os? It goes right to your bladder. You don't the need to get high. The way he created it drink 10 gallons of water. just right. It's a power of osmosis, man. Amen. You gotta hijack That's that. That's what to we your call the water interest. gospel. <laughs> Hydration gospel. H two O gospel. There's probably some good business marketing there. Somebody can take that and run with that. Make Na a million dollars. Natural water. I'm natural water only. That's not natural. That God didn't Living create Living water. He did in the coconut. And you ever cracked open water, a coconut? Both. Gotta crack open above your coconut. and below. With no schizophrenia. Right. Let's okay. go. For you will not abandon me to Sheol. Well, that's good news. Therefore, my heart is glad in my glory. Let's just say it. My glory. My glory. Mm, I think that might have been a demon. <laughs> the little Nemo. You, you better give God the glory, actually. God's glory. Here you go. My inner self. My glory. King David mine, called mine, his mine, inner mine, self mine. glory. Psalm 16, verse 9. You're taking notes. Psalm 16, verse 9. Amplified classic. King David calls his inner self his Shekinah. My Shekinah. My Shekinah. My inner self. My Shekinah rejoices. My body too. What? I thought my body was bad. No, Jesus came in the flesh, never sinned. You just have to stop using it in bad ways. You just need to not stop sin sinning. with it. Just stop sinning. Stop. Stop sinning. And use it Gosh, for, man. Stop. Use it for missions. Stop sinning. Yep, you use your body for Mishnahs. That's true. <laughs> it's what? not a hooker. It is not. That is not a hooker. Good works that God's prepared not for drugs. you. drugs. Like, don't drop out of school. Yes, stay cool. So you have to work at McDonald's when you're 65 <laughs> years old. You need an that education. That is not God's plan for your life. You must learn to read, write, and arithmetics. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe be the next amazing graphic designer. Figure out all the AI. You can graduate writing. from college when you're hey, 16. Quantum computing is the next big thing. Maybe one of your kids is going to be the next mechanic on quantum computers or Some figure of you out the definitely software. Need to go to and bring the angelic excellence of the Shekinah of the tabernacle of Moses and the metalworking of Bezalel into the AI arena. Drop that bomb. And also be a deliverance minister to rid all the technology. And when they touch it, all the demons fly out and it's full of angels instead. So all AI <laughs> must serve Jesus Christ, Yad Heh Vav Heh. What a Jesus difference name. between Bezalel and Bezalel. Yeah. You know the difference? Bezalel, Adam Belial, Adam Kadmon, Hebrew, yeah. it is written. Bezalel and Bezalel, there's only like one letter difference. What's the difference? Satan and Jesus Christ. That's the difference mm -hmm. between one letter in Hebrew. Hallelujah. Amen. If you're young, you should just plan on going up the <laughs> sapphire stones 
as soon as possible. Get your circumcision. <laughs> You'll have angelic intelligence and help for the area that you're called to. It doesn't have to be technology. It could be technology. But, I mean, think about that. You're going to be walking in the highest level of excellence with angelic helps. And you're going to be more spiritually mature than pretty much anybody on the planet. Unless it gets really popular before you decide to get around to doing it. We be like early. you guys. Therefore, early. we want your eternal, invisible inner man to be developed more than your outer man that perishes. Yes. If we did not develop the eternal part of you, mm. we would not be preachers of the gospel of Jesus mm. Christ. This is why it's hard for a lot of you. Because we're carnal and we look at the outer perishing man or woman, we need to form the invisible, immortal person of the heart. That's the purpose of Torah, God's word. Amen. Amen. That's why we rebuke the outer man so much because yeah. the outer man has to be rebuked even though it doesn't feel great initially. Sometimes you got to think the long-term development of your inner bro. man is actually going to be far more beneficial. So a little bit of rebuke to the outer man. We humble ourselves. doesn't feel great at first, but when you start seeing the fruit of it, and that's what we hear when people kind of get used to this walk of getting the rebuke to the outer man and building up of the inner man later on at first you're like man this is horrible I'm gonna tell them mystery. later on yeah later on they're like man the fruit is actually really good <laughs> i'm actually doing really how well. many circumcisions do i have to get how many circumcisions yeah. did king david have to get to get a wife oh yes 154 skins around maybe give or take 150 that's how many you'll get to go back up into eternal glory physically with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, ascending the rungs of Jacob's ladder, the Sephirot, from glory to glory. You'll have a couple hundred circumcisions, a bag of them, a bag of foreskins. Mm -hmm. You'll need them because it's all the Adamic and the Eve nature coming out of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your body as you go up the rungs of glory. Mm -hmm. David had a bag of foreskins. You read the Bible? You need to teach your kids this stuff, otherwise they end up as sluts. And they take that bag of foreskins, what did he end up doing with it? Mm. Buying a wife. Now the wife turned out to be a bitter mess and she ended up dying barren, mocking him. But mm. at least it represents something in prophetics of what it takes to enter perfection. To conquer the world, Saul, which is the religious antichrist, Lucifer, Satan, it took a bag of foreskins of what? Philistines, which represents all the circumcisions of the angels upon your heart, soul, mind, and strength as you go from rung to rung, glory to glory, until there's no longer any accusers and you're the exact outrain brilliance of the light being, Hebrews 1.3, called the sons of God. Come on, somebody. Hey. Therefore... It is written, you will never see corruption. This is how you conquer death. This is how you never die. A big bag of foreskins of your Adamic nature. Truth, All anyhow. Right. You will show me the path of life in your presence is the fullness of joy. Guys, they did this as adults. Children have it often. It's This needs to be a subject that's taught in every home. You know what the subject is called? Torah. Grow up and get a life. You will show me the path of life in your presence. Why? Because I've conquered all of the place of the dead. This is King David, Psalm 16. Conquered the place of the dead. Found the Shekinah of my inner self. 
and accumulated the conquering of my spiritual and natural enemies. Therefore, in his presence, I have the fullness of joy. It's called the promised land, Jerusalem. That's what Jerusalem is above. At your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Now, what is the right hand? It's Jesus. Has said. It's Jesus. Has said the loving kindness of the Father. And Jesus. If you study the Hebrew there in the oral <laughs> tradition, you'll see that it it's uh, it's uh, what do you call it when you suggest something by the characters that it's in the right hand. So he's talking about his said, but he's they're really talking about what's in the has said in the right hand. And what comes down out of the right hand that is in the right hand, it's Netzah. So that's why you find, when you go on the Sapphire Stone journey, that kind of irritating sphere, which is the shell of a sphere, the actual kernel itself of the Sapphire Stone of God is blissful perfection. But what we find is usually the hardest Sapphire Stone for most people during the rising is Netzah. Now, why is that? It's because your natural inclination is toward pleasure and love and good feelings and kindness and camaraderie and being nice and laughing and brotherly love and all the good feelings. We want to feel good. That's kind of the netza sphere. Now, the problem with that is the whole noga or the shell, that clear part, after you remove the first part of the foreskin, remember, all circumcision comes in two parts. Removal of the foreskin first, and then the peeling back of the membrane. So if you remember the Achaean painting of the planets, you'll see the clear shells that looks like a little marble. That's what it means on sapphire stones. It's the part that conducts light, but it's still the enemy. So once you remove the dust, which is the foreskin, there is the clear shell that needs to be removed. That's the hardest part for people to notice because it looks like light. You've already done some work there. There's already been some circumcision. You've already changed your ways in many ways on that sphere. But what's the difficult part people notice is that part that looks like light, that conducts light, and it seems at that point to you the best thing you've ever seen, the highest level, the brightest brightness. (laughs) And that is the epitome of the Greek spirit or the Prince of Greece. That whole concept of the shell. That's the closest. All those, you know, you have Prince of Persia, Prince of Greece, Prince of Medea. Horrible demons. When you're dealing with griefs, with Greek demons, they're they're known as the closest to the light Mm -hmm. without actually being the light, especially like Greek Orthodox kind of realm demons or your Greek thought system, your... For example, like your Gevrot testings, a lot of times with Gevra, the Gevrot testings as worldly wisdom. Yes, you can learn from all things, but if you forfeit your true Gevrot for a counterfeit wisdom, you turn it into a portal for hell. We go on in more depth in the master classes that we have in the description. You can check those out and do an in-depth study. But that whole concept of that shell and that clear light that's so deceiving pleasures in your right hand because that's what everyone wants to go after because you're made to enjoy God enjoy the Garden of Eden with God and it's just part of the design but the design the manufactured design of humanity is faulty in its current state because it's a fallen state so you really what you need is a 
factory reset, and a reinstallation of a new program. That's pretty, from the generator you were created from, which is the realm of the Sephiroth. Mm. But if you're realm of the Sephiroth, the generator source itself is corrupted within you, which is the world of Absolute. Mm, generated. That, that's the generator. These are the generations the of Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Obliterated with light. The world of Absolute, those, the sets, the realm of the Sephiroth themselves that emanate light, that's the generator. So that's part of the design in the souls of man. It's part of your DNA design. So when it's fallen nature in there, the, this is what I learned about going through Absolute, because it comes down, you still deal with it even in the lower realms, because it's what comes down the sapphire stones within you, the mixture from the highest levels of you, even those things that you can't even really contemplate yet. It's affecting and permutating truths and things from God. So you have to understand there's always some kind of like messed up version of the truth that you continually are perceiving because even at the generator source of your design, it's messed up, right? The factory settings are messed up since the fall. So you need a full factory reset, like hardware and software, and you need a reinstallation. That's the reverse of the curse of the fall of man. And so w going through absolute, the hardest part, I think, about that world and all the worlds going up to it is the whole world of absolute is basically like that whole sapphire of Netza because that the, the deceptions of Netza stem down from Hased that are uncircumcised. Where do they all source? In Hakma which is that world of Neptune, which is that nature of Molech. So you find that in the world of Absolute, some of the highest, most subtle forms of the deceptions of Molech that are almost even imperceptible to the human spirit are rampant in that whole world. And your best chance of going up all worlds, all worlds, because it all comes down from there and through Absolute is violence against false love, mm. right? Vi Pure violence against false love and hating Moloch in every it's way. It's a beautiful thing. And if you have that kind of tenacity about you, and just be focused on always doing the right thing, don't care so much about the ha ha he he nice nice, and just be rock no solid, rigid right righteousness, and just just circumcise everything and just do the right thing, right? If you veer more towards rigid righteousness, at least you can hear clearly. So if you're a little bit overboard the angels will correct you correct you whereas if you go more lenient into false love you won't even hear the truth anymore mm. and you'll think that you're hearing from angels and you're hearing from Moloch so I will always encourage you going through the realms be more in rigid righteousness hate false love stick to really strict angelic protocol I even would go above and beyond yeah. just to protect what God's doing in your life because mm. you're not gonna know most of you, you're not going to know when you get off unless you have someone like us that's around like, hey, I can see from my elevation and my own personal experience. of Holy Ghost filled people. You're off here. Going into heaven. And, uh, and get back in the sapphire stones. So understand if you really get that principle in, in his right hand are pleasures forevermore. If you can overcome that shell, that noga and that false love deception, you can really conquer the whole Sephiroth. Antimony in false honor. pearl, which is yep. a gate into hell instead of the pearl that's the gate into the promise of Jerusalem, <gasps> it is written. Man, you know, you go through the worlds and every time you go in a new one, it seems kind of dark until you get sown circumcised, then the light shines through. And then you go up and then, you know, the light, uh, it comes down and the whole thing lights up like a boom. 
you know, like, all right, generator's back on, it's working, you know. Mm. And, uh, but the, the hardest part about Absolute is everything looks like light. All the bad and the worst stuff of the, like, imagine seventh, the seventh palace of hell, but everything looks amazing, like the bright, every new yeah. circum, every new foreskin and, and uh, shell of the, of the membrane beneath looks like the next best, coolest thing you've ever seen in your whole life. The best way to deal with this in every world, but especially in the higher worlds, but you just treat every world like it's the maximum deception and just be in rigid righteousness. And no, okay, it's a sapphire stone, which means what? Number one, immediately pray for the foreskin to be circumcised immediately. Just start praying it, right? Why? Ask and you will receive. Ask and keep asking, knock on the door. And and then immediately ask for the membrane to be removed. And you keep praying that every day about the rung that you're on right now. If you just be merciless to the enemy, you know they're gonna be merciless to you. Be merciless to the demons and just attack that foreskin, attack that shell and study for the wrong that you're on. So you learn about the good one. It's a covenant of circumcision one. in the new covenant. It's just all heart. Yep. Come on. So it's it's pretty cool. But uh, you're going all the way up. And so if you can understand and remember the best and coolest things you'll immediately experience from the next rung is usually the demonic. Mm-hmm. Just don't, you know, don't trust any dazzling demons. Mm-mm. Say they're not gonna get me this time. I'm gonna they're test not every gonna spirit. Get me this time. Not this time. Not today. Ah, Satan. Help! Help! Oh my God! Yeah. Woo! So. Oh my gosh, yeah. All right. So we'll do. We'll read a little scribe. <laughs> we'll read a little scribe notes, and then we'll get some fun pictures, and we'll ooh ah, and then okay. we'll call it a night. But yep. not. Oh, we'll, yeah, we'll do a little scribe. Oh, that's fine. The picture is nice. I'll read you this scribe notes. We'll look at the pictures. Yeah. These are nice. You can look at the generations. Oh, it's being uh, generated in you. Generators. All right. Lamentations for. <laughs> I'm gonna start off with the happy. Lamentations says as joy comes in the morning. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, Galatians. Thank look at the lamentations. Jeremiah. Galatians one four in the Amplified Classic. Who gave yielded himself up to atone for our sins and to save and sanctify us in order to rescue and deliver us from this present wicked age and world order in accordance with the will and purpose and plan of our God and Father. That's Galatians 1, 4. Amplified, classic, who gave, yielded himself up to atone for our sins. Atonement of sins. Oh, yes. Get to the notion. This is very helpful. <laughs> no distractions. Continue, please. All right. Who gave, yielded himself up to atone for reverence and to save and sanctify us in order to rescue and deliver us from this present wicked age, seventh week uh, unrighteous age, and world order in accordance with the will and purpose and plan of our God and Father. So atonement of sins, again, these are the Holy Ghost highlights from today. Atonement of sins in the new covenant priesthood of God, living, dwelling, shakan, within human jars of clay is, according to the revelation of Galatians 1.14, the yielding up of the self-nature on the altar of the Holy Spirit through all ten worlds as a living sacrifice. 
you're going to want to get this. Atonement of sins in the new covenant priesthood of God, living, dwelling, shakan, within human jars of clay, according to the revelation of Galatians 1.14, the yielding up of the self-nature on the altar of the Holy Spirit through all ten worlds as a living sacrifice, a temple made up of living stones, in order to birth the divine child, which is the manifestation of the sapphire stone body of the Prince of Righteousness, which is the DNA of the Princes of Zion, of Lamentations mm. 4 7. Lamentations 4 7. Zion's princes were purer than snow, <laughs> whiter than milk. Their bodies were more pink than coral. Their hair was like sapphires. Speak that over you for your next salon appointment. Amen. Their hair was like sapphires. Amen. Yeah, Amen. I'd like the sapphire hairs, please. Just Barbara. ask for that for your from your stylist the next time you go in. Uh, I need the Lamentations 4-7 haircut. Well, me to Walk into blue. a charismatic assembly that might make people tremble a little bit when you mention that book. Blue I'm sure it's the their glory. favorite verse in the Bible too, but you might startle someone with that. <laughs> All right. Their hair was like like sapphires, so let's look at that part. Oh, can so, I dye my hair blue? <laughs> hair of sapphires now. Yeah, blue's not bad, as long as you don't need it for I tried to dye my hair because I was a Nirvana freak when I was in the seventh mm -hmm. grade, so I dyed it blue, and I came home from school, and my dad freaked out. <laughs> my dad's girlfriend cut off all my hair. That's funny. Aww. Oh, man. I'm sorry they Went did to that school to the next day with a buzz cut, um, and you know what? People thought it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool. Nice. That's good. God worked it True all out story. for you. Yeah, good. seventh grade. Yeah, he covered you, huh? Seventh, Seattle, Washington during the grunge scene. There you go. It worked out. Amen. Kurt Cobain said it's cool to shave your head. Yeah. There you go. But blue hair of sapphire is better. <laughs> Especially if it's made out of the living supernal sapphire stone in the body of Jesus Christ. Amen. Mm, a little bit better. The yielding up of himself was the atonement for our sins. So, the yielding up of the self-nature on the altar of the Holy Spirit through all ten worlds. The yielding of the self-nature on the altar of the Holy Spirit through all ten worlds. As a living sacrifice. A temple. That's the temple. Made up of living stones. In order to birth the divine child, which is the manifestation of the sapphire stone body, of the Prince of Righteousness, it's Jesus Christ, which is the DNA of the Princes of Zion of Lamentations 4 7. Mm. Lamentations 4 7. Zion's princes were purer than snow, whiter than milk. Their bodies were more pink than coral. Their hair was like sapphires. The finished work of Christ is only manifested in the believers through the birthing of the divine child, according to 1 Timothy 2 15 which states in the Amplified Classic, Nevertheless, the sentence put upon women of pain in motherhood does not hinder their soul's salvation. Their soul's salvation. Women represent soul. And they will be saved eternally. Your soul will be saved eternally if they continue in faith and love and holiness with self-control, saved indeed, through the childbearing or by the birth of of the divine child. 
Amen. Mm-hmm. All right. Sapphire stone birthing of the Prince of Righteousness. The Bible describes a type of prayer that is good and right. The Bible describes a type of prayer, uh, prayer people listen up, that is good and right. I'm listening, I'm listening. Oh, does anyone excited? Like, Don't hey, yell at me. Hey, hey, hey. You get a black cold. I've been here a very saying. long time. I'm very sensitive right now. I mean, hey, DoorDash. Oh, yeah. Taco Bell. Mm, My fresh needs are taking over. Oh. Help, help, help. I need a french fry. Oh my gosh, I nope. can't wait to a eat salad. after this salad. Can't wait to eat a salad with chicken and balsamic vinaigrette. Ch- chicken nuggets. No, no nuggets. We've had enough nuggets. We've had enough Wendy's. We're excited. Maybe make a protein shake. Have a steak. Vegetables. Eat vegetables. Cardio fast. Burn 2,800 calories. Every day. But I would die. <laughs> okay, is okay, it, okay, we're joking. We're joking. But I'm already trying to put on muscle, and I just can't. Okay, okay. But but I can't oh, try man. to lose weight. And we're getting drunk, I... Rebecca. We might go on forever. Okay, that's fine. The Bible describes. <laughs> that's why I call it Joel's Bar. How late are they gonna go? How well? It's fine. The I pictures feel so will be fried. It. It's great. This is good. The Bible describes a type of prayer that is good and right. What kind of prayer is that? When I pray, how can I be sure that my prayer is good and right according to the word of God? Come and see. Oh. First Timothy 2, 1 through 5, Amplified Classic. As long as he classic. gives me that bread, we're good. Not the sweet bread. Oh, we found went to the French restaurant and I was trying to discern, but it was barely English. And I look and I said, sweet bread. You know, they've already brought us two breads, but I like bread. Mm -hmm. I wonder if a third bread would be good. And I did not realize this is a cultural thing. Sweet bread. And the the very kind and understanding that I'm in a completely different culture waiter asked me, very, Madame, you know, he's calling me Madame. I was really, really fancy. Uh, Do you like sweet bread? And I love sweet breads. I'm, I'm thinking, like, I'm an American. Doesn't he know? We love breads. Oh, savory breads, like sweet breads. Garden. We love all breads, you know? And he's, like, trying to, he's, like, it's the cow neck. And I was, like, oh, thank you for telling me. I don't need any cow neck. I've never had cow neck, but it I've already had neck. enough cow neck. <laughs> I'm sure y'all Zero cow neck already. is I've already had enough cow neck. Man, I thought sweet bread sweet was bread. sweet I was like, bread. You're they're telling just me trying. cow this is neck a trap. in France? This what is, is a trap this? for Americans. This is clip activity. I cannot stand. I was like, I said, thank you, Lord, What's my deliverer, my salvation, the rock that is higher than I am, his understanding. The guy was so gentle and loving about it, though, just like looking at us. So, Do you know you're ordering Cow, cow neck. neck even went like this <laughs> and I'm like mm, oh my no. god we're like no, no. we no cow uh, neck for I, us we've had enough I like the bread that y'all brought in the beginning neck. that was good I'm good with that bread I don't you've need had enough cow neck Shadrach <laughs> I was like I want to just make it out of here alive without eating snails or cow neck yeah, and I'll be satisfied <laughs> Not today, Sage. I was praying, the Lord, my salvation. I don't do snail. How do you trust? That's where we draw the line. How many worlds do I have to conquer? Not to order a cow neck. Can you serve it with have a Have I conquered bag, enough though? worlds to not order a cow it. neck? But a backup plan, can oh, you God. serve it with a barf bag? Oh, wow. Oh, thank you, Lord. Or just you have your oh, napkin God. handy in case you just, just need to. Just in case you need to. Oh, God. 
Oh my god. This French food's amazing. I'll take another one. <laughs> I'll just take the free bread that they brought yeah. in the beginning. I'll I don't take need the unsweetened bread. But the souffle, I ordered more. Is it a bread? The souffle is. It looked like a puffy like bread. Grain. Like and normal human beings. Just the power of the Holy Ghost. They brought out the souffle at the end. I was looking forward to this raspberry souffle. Oh my god! It was like it came out of the realm of Adam Cadmon. I may or may not have asked specifically for the holy beings of Adam Cadmon in the world that I'm in to help them make the food. I want to hear the souffle story. They bring out the souffle and it looks like a fluffy cloud of heaven with raspberry sauce but the raspberry sauce is on the side and this i already know we're not dealing with regular food here i need help with everything nothing normal i don't know place. how to feed myself i don't even know how to order how like to not order ball. a cow neck uh, well this, i was like more of the american the guy dying. was so good full of light food. to his eyes like I looked, it was the manager, right? It was the manager, And yeah. I looked at him, just like a little child, and I said, sorry, I've never ordered souffle before. How do you eat it? And I didn't say anything else. I just said, I've never ordered souffle before. I'm crying out for help. I'm trying to hold it together. And, uh, and the man, he said, oh. I will do it for you. <laughs> and he takes the spoon and he does it's like surgery. This isn't a spoon. This is a scalpel. This is a surgical procedure yeah, a scalpel. on the table. I mean, just the most precise. And then he puts the sauce in and just the way he did it. I mean, yeah. you got to pay someone mind to learn how to scoop sauce like that. Yeah. He did it with such. Can you scoop sauce with eloquence? Scooping. And he, was, he said he was explaining the process like, but not too much. And I was like. I'm just watching. I'm like, if I come back again someday, if I get to have this magical experience again, can you do it for me every time? And I didn't ask. It was only like 10 bucks. And I, so. I, you could tell that I love my husband because I actually let him eat some of it. And She saved me a couple bites. I did. And that was very, that was a lot of love. You know the man who had to refrain from... She ate 98% from, and I got 2% on the It was the a bottom. sacrifice. It was like kind of crook. <laughs> It was cr crusty. You had to taste it to see what. But there was so much leftover raspberry sauce, I got to dip it in the raspberry yeah. sauce. I had the chocolate mousse. That was a lot that I shared. That was a huge sacrifice for me, and I just was really trying my best to love. There was so much Shekinah, I tell you the truth. When they handed me the spoon to eat this chocolate mousse, this like gourmet, oh my god, chocolate mousse. Oh yeah. Chocolate mousse was like Oh yeah, there was so much favorite. electricity too. I, I just, like like a lightning rod, I just, like, just shook out of my hand and like went... Yeah, because we had like all these and fell into the chocolate. the heaven. And you could just see the manager, he's like leering over us like this. Like Kindly just, leering. Like, Kindly leering. Kindly leering. Petri dish of Americans he's ever seen down there. <laughs> trying to but French you never cuisine. seen a couple of seven other dragons going out to dinner before staring down over bread. me and he goes like this whoop, and there was a spoon i grabbed it and you know what he said to me when he handed me that spoon Ooh, yeah, he said this peace and it worked i was like i felt well, it was an I felt like god the father said that to me. like an angel hopped in his body that's what he said he handed me the spoon because it, it went like god. Like it was like magnetized because so yeah, I've never energy. seen a spoon move but, like this, like horizontally backwards. Like how did that even happen? Right I was just glad whatever plate. happened, I didn't get counted. And then he, he all peacefully look up. He's praising God over my by the time dessert because he's so interested out. in this American experiment. My and he God hands me has the new spoon. Me. He says, 
Peace. Peace. Chill out. Take a yeah. chill pill, man. You're crazy. Peace. That was cool to see. I saw that going on. I mean. And he's like, how was it? Oh, my God. And then I've got, I'm on, like, verse 32 of my Just new song. Me, I'm in heaven right now. I didn't know that it was Kalnick, but you delivered me. It's about to be, like, a Hillsong moment. Anyway. <laughs> And then the raspberry souffle was like the promised land. (laughs) Anyway, where were we? Oh, yes. We were the theological dissertation of 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 5 in the Amplified Classic. Oh, yeah. The Bible describes a type of prayer that is good and right. What kind of prayer is that? When I pray, how can I be sure that my prayer is good and right according to the word of God? (laughs) This cow neck doesn't show up to the table. Come and see. As long as you don't get the cabinet, you know your prayers are answered. Exactly. Now I feel beloved That's the of favor God. Of the Lord. I was had some doubts up until that moment, but if they had served then you, I knew. you know the favor of God is not upon you. I would ask the Lord, "What have I done? What did I do? Have I can sin. repent. I can change. Oh God, I can change you your name." Mixed your polyester with your cotton. Who do I have to text? How many comments do I need to leave on someone's Facebook you. while I repent? Before you will deliver me. Okay. What kind of prayers? <laughs> when I pray, how can I be sure that my prayer is good and right according to the word of God? Come and see. First Timothy 2, 1 through 5. First of all, then, I admonish and urge that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be offered on behalf of all men. For kings and all who are in positions of authority or high responsibility, that outwardly we may pass a quiet and undisturbed life and inwardly peaceable one. Peace, peace, there's a spoon, peace. Mm. One in all godliness and reverence and seriousness in every Uh way. (laughs) For such praying is good and right. And it is pleasing and acceptable to God our Savior, who wishes all men to be saved and increasingly to perceive and recognize and discern and know precisely and correctly the divine truth. For there is only one God and only one mediator between God and men, the man Jesus Christ. So the mediator and intercessor of your prayer time must be the Lord Jesus Christ who came in the flesh, yad Vavhe, vav he, Lord of angel hosts, creator of worlds. When the Lord of angel armies is praying, instead of the nefesh in your blood, mm-hmm. or the uncircumcised ruah of your own spirit, mm-hmm. then your prayers will be accurate, pure, without iniquity, without witchcraft, and will hit the mark. So prayer for leadership produces peace. Mm. Remind yourself of this truth when you pray. Remember 1 Timothy 2, that your prayer for your leadership produces peace. If the prayer stems from the unclean nefesh in the blood, Leviticus 17.11, the nefesh is in the blood, or in the uncircumcised ruah, then unclean prayers for leadership produces chaos. Let's let's read that again. Let's turn on the thinkers a little bit. 
and make it a drinker. The thinker becomes Get a drinker. Hamster running now. Here we go. I'm talking little, to myself. Put a little carrot in front of the hamster. Okay, all right, come on, we're there, going. Buddy. I'll give you a Doritos later. No, a salad. A salad. A salad and chicken and broccoli. No, I need I want flavor, Lord. I need flavor. That's the BCAs. Take that. My Keep that hamster running. Do you hi, sir. Do you have time to learn about mitochondrial salvation? <laughs> I think you need some brain You're going to outwitness health. a Jehovah Witness going door to door with that. Add in some BCA sales. Of the Shekinah glory. Hydration salvation. Multi-million dollar business. Amen. Why is your eyes Just dress like a Mormon. <laughs> oh, that's just Molech and pain. Ride on a bicycle. It's eco-friendly. We are sustainable senses. in our practices. Hydration salvation. Buy our product. I ain't got Elijah's here tonight. All right. It's good. Who yeah. knows what would happen without the angels? Well, probably we'll probably all die. <laughs> Realistically, we'd already oh, be dead. dying with snakes <clears throat> hanging out your arms. Gardener snakes. They're not even poisonous, but you'd still <clears throat> die. I think it's in the bone. It's I would have bone. died literally because I just, I can't stand snakes. If I even saw what, oh, I, I would just die. Okay, I know. Millennial problems. Okay. Prayer. All right. Prayer for leadership produces peace. So pray for us. Thank you. And pray for your nation. Pray for your friends. Pray for all men. But specifically pray, pray for, for people to not misunderstand. Pray for your friends to not accidentally order cow neck in whatever situation. Pray for your they family members to in. not persecute you because you, they think you're in a cult. Uh, that's a good prayer. That's good. Amen. Pray to refrain from the McDonald's and the Taco Bell and, and pray for the salads and the protein. Delicious, healthy, you know. Pray for more wine. More wine. <laughs> of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Mm -hmm. So remind yourself of this truth when you pray. Remember First Timothy 2, that your prayer for your leadership produces peace. So if you're lacking peace, this is another quick way. Again, it's the Batman tool belt. Oh, lacking peace. What do I need here? Oh, here it is. First Timothy 2. Prayer for your leadership produces peace. Now let's go into a little detail here. If the prayer stems from the unclean nefesh in the blood, Leviticus 17, 11, the nefesh is in the blood, or in the uncircumcised ruah, then unclean prayers for leadership produces chaos, paranoia, fear, and anxiety in your life. Repenting of mixed intentions, thoughts, and emotions, however well-meaning, places your prayer in the hands of the power of the Holy Spirit. So mm. repenting of any mixed intentions, thoughts, emotions. I mean, there's all kinds. There's worlds of the deception. Of when when you're in the lower rungs, or even your work, even uh, like again, we've seen. You know, six worlds in, you still have to constantly be aware that you have to lean on God's understanding. I still need more of a personality. Maybe in the next world you'll find one. I'm personality <laughs> deficient. Like maybe you'll find yours in the next have. world. Oh, man. Hey, I found mine under this rock. <laughs> it's called joy and tithing. It's not emanating joy. Uh. All right, all right. The rocks will cry out, Amen. There's hope for your nefesh. All right, there's hope for our nefesh. Amen. There is hope, the hope for of the salvation. Nefesh. Amen. Salvation for the soul. Transfiguration. Amen. So if the prayer, okay, so 
Prayer for leadership produces peace, but if the prayer stems from unclean nefesh in the blood or uncircumcised ruah, then unclean prayers for leadership produces chaos, paranoia, fear, and anxiety in your life. Again, going to Dr. Jesus. Sounds if you like notice, a bad trip. Yes, if you're having a bad trip in the glory, uh, you know. You're not through, praying uh, correctly. You're not praying correctly. <laughs> Mm. Repenting of mixed intentions, right? Because the intentions get purified as you go up, but you can start to deal with them right where you are uh, today. And we all have to purify our intentions continuously until we're made perfect. Amen? Okay, and that prayer, so repenting of all those things, it places your prayer in the hands of the power of the mm. Holy Ghost. Amen. Which is a great place for your prayer to be. He is the intercessor. He is the mediator. The power of the purification of prayer. Ooh. This is so good for you. I'm Amen. glad you guys are enduring with this long Amen. suffering. The power of yeah, if you don't stay we'll we'll make you eat cow bread next week. Cow bread. <laughs> is it bread? Sweet, sweet bread. It's cow bread. Oh, it's just sweet bread. It might be cow, we it might be bread. Turns down to it might be Latinos neck. No, it's just, no, saying, it's no. just a, a jalapeno popper. It was habanero. How many people would show up? We almost killed a couple interns. They're choking mad mm -hmm. demons coming out. They coming out. they hated me ever since. Well, hallelujah. They were offended by spice. And we know that spice is a very high manifestation of the glory of God. Oh, we'll get to the pictures here in just a minute. Oh, yeah, see, okay. going into Yeah, yeah, he's prophesying. But how many people do think we don't do show, internships If we anymore. did free taco night at the bar, how many people would come for free tacos? It was cow tongue, or what are we serving? Cow tongue. Sweetbread, cow, cow neck, sweet bread. Okay. souffle that we tried to make ourselves. They got some sketchy stuff that in Mexico. That sounds scarier than the cow neck, honestly. It's like literally blood soup. <laughs> cow blood soup. Raw that is blood. not kosher. Man, we don't Shabbat that. shalom. Dump that down the toilet. That is Just, sin. We do not drink non-kosher blood soup. Get your cow blood away from me, ministries. What? Okay. Okay. What's well, the delicacy? The power of the purification of prayer <laughs> is the. Somebody ordered a tarantula from Africa. Oh yeah, where I was looking up what butler what butlers have to go through in New York City, because you know where everyone had. It seemed like all these hotels you walked down the streets, everybody's got a dorm and there's butlers everywhere. Oh my god. And I was reading this Time magazine articles. Uh, on an article online of someone who got to be a butler in like one of the nicest places in downtown New York City for two days, which is like unprecedented. And so they were able to write this piece. And one of the craziest things he saw was someone demanding from the concierge to import a tarantula from Africa for them to eat for their dinner. And they did it. And they did it. Yeah. And then I believe, I said, you know what? Anything is possible. For those who have a butler. <laughs> no, for those who believe! For those who believe! Come on! Believing butlers. <laughs> well, a tarantula for dinner. Man, it's wild out there. I think another one was there was a, a middle, middle, middle Eastern prince throwing lobster shells into the fountain from the window. And every day there would just be these lobster shells showing up in in the waters where they're moving like what is going on he's just out there just shucking and chucking just i'm the prince <laughs> i don't know another woman she could not be consoled it sounded like the way she screamed and cried they thought someone had died turns out she had dropped her blueberry snacks from the window 
some kind of a blueberry dessert. <laughs> and yeah. they tried to comfort her and console her. <laughs> she grown woman, very rich, grown woman. And, she, and they said, well, why don't we find the brand for you? We can go and find it and bring it for you. And we can do anything. You know, we can make you happy. And she, oh, no. Oh, but blueberry snack. She insisted that the whole staff go down and scour the grounds. It fell out the window. Yeah. And they're out there scouring the grounds like a crime scene. They found it. <laughs> and she ate it. For her to eat her snack. Yeah, and she, um, stopped, and she stopped crying. If any of you do walk into success, I am just don't be like the, the craziest Babylonians. one in this time article oh, yeah. was that this, oh, the this guy from Europe. Are you? Re- are this, yeah, the oyster. Is this, is this a, Can I say this one? Is this one okay? Just just be mindful. Be mindful. Yes. Oh, maybe we don't tell them about the oyster. Maybe on the adults' night. <laughs> oh. We'll share on the, the squadron. I think. Oh that, yeah, no oysters. I think that's. You had enough oysters. You had enough. We'll sh- maybe for the adults. You can group. Google it. You can Google it. All right, Holy all ghost. right. Let's keep it at PG over here. It's not horrible, but I didn't you know. think it was beyond G, honestly. Okay, all right. Standards of righteousness. We'll we'll have a board meeting later on. We'll submit it to the women's the women's uh, board of meeting. All right, on a scale of the FCC, PG, what, what, what G? On a scale of Blues Clues, rating from the FCC. From a scale of Blues Clues to this like Midnight Murder Show, what or NC Seventeen? Where does this fall in the? This is a G-rated show. Is this okay? For like, children. For seven and under, ten and under. Up. This is Nickelodeon. We need to have some standards around here. Okay. All right. Disney <laughs> Plus, Buckwheat. Disney Plus. I know they were killing a lot of people in some of those Disney Plus shows. G. We were surprised we put on a cartoon, Disney cartoon. I don't. We were like, I don't remember them doing this when we were kids. There's like people dying and like. And I was like, wow, it's gotten really serious. Violence is the path to the dark side. I remember they were just like, oh, they are just all passed out. Or it was just like a robot that died. And I was just <sighs> like, a heavy, weighty death situation. And I'm just like, This is made by wow. Darth Vader. I was like, man, like, I didn't have to deal with any of this. I think it's pretty rough out there. Darth Vader. Yeah, and then you see they have all these... Yeah, they, they, they target a lot of things and target, you know, kids. So do be mindful, you know, when you have your kids. Not that they can't handle it. It's you a cartoon. It wasn't so bad. The but Sith not become one. It, it is good to have wisdom I to help. I failed you, Anakin. Because the cool part is if you have parents that actually know how to help you to prevent you being scarred for life too soon, then they can kind of just, like, you know, filter some of that out, you know, which is which is great. So let's talk about praying. Let's talk about prayer. All right. I'm about done here. Are you done? All right. One more. Okay, one more and then pictures. One more and then pictures and then that's it. Okay. And And we're going to take up an offering and raise $15,000 for Florida. All right. The power of the purification of prayer is the ability to make peace in your life and avoid factions, envy, jealousy, and strife. This is in accordance to the adherence of the apostolic commandments that we have already established in the overcoming of the four rungs of Malkut of Isaiah into cosmic righteousness. All right, pictures. Okay. Now you've seen these. We know these ones. You know Hakmachaya, absolute, absolute. The time we looked at the eye. All right, Adam Belial. Not the person you want to be. 
That's where your circumcisions go. For your spirit, soul, Mm -hmm. mind, and body is all the first Adam out of your spirit, soul, mind, and body for all men and women Mm -hmm. who believe in Jesus Christ. So you have only Adam Kadmon, primordial, supreme, Shekinah, light being men and women. Amen. Amen. Oh, what's this? This is a Chaya. This is what my Chaya kind of looked like. Mm, A new doctrine. It's a new... It's nice. Very nice. Very nice. Looks like a Sailor Moon crystal power. Yeah, that's actually the on the right hand side there, the little teardrop one. That's actually a picture from the Sailor Moon (laughs) crystal because you know I told you when I got the every the upper world uh, crownings are all different, right? When you finish the sixth world to hit the seventh, it's uh, the thigh, the right thigh tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> it's a thigh tattoo of an engraving that emanates Shekinah continuously, like the engravings that go on like the cutters of like the head, ones that you normally see, the new stone with a new name. This is the faithful and true inscription. And uh, so when you get into Absolute, you get a Chaya. Now the Chaya, when it first comes down, looks like a little spark, like a flame, kind of like the Nishama did. But when it lands in, it starts to crystallize around you, and it reminds you that shape on the right, the little teardrop, when it first starts to gel, and it comes from like, instead of like a little squiggly flame with sparkles, very cute, very, very cute, and it starts to gel and crystallize and form around you, it does kind of look like that shape on the right, like that little drop. It starts off like the, the seed, like the impartation of the seed. Like when you're born again, you get the, the seed, you get the drop this god sperm genetics of that layer of soul. So you spend all your time, when you once you get the ruah, you build up your inner man. Otherwise it just stays a little dot. So this one, you want it, as soon as you get a chaya, you want to feed it right away. Yep. That way it starts to crystallize and form, it forms this kind of a shape in the middle. And so the bottom right crystals I saw there, when it's growing from the teardrop, it kind of like, have you seen, if you've seen videos of crystals, how they grow, it goes from kind of like that liquid, so the, the chaya drop, when you first get it, it looks like a flame of flat fire, liquid and fire, mm-hmm. with little ethereal, like, white sparkles in it. And then it starts to look at, like, that little drop, like that gemstone, like a new soul, like the seed of the Word of God. And then it grows, like, crystals grow, somewhat kind of liquid, but, like, rock, but, like, organic. But it's, and it starts to form, and when it crystallizes around your body, it forms this kind of a shape. Uh, and this, believers they vary rewards, in color. Believers' soul rewards, silver, gold, gemstones, ruah, nishama, chaya. It is written. So Brandon's ended up being green. Mine's pink. And so it seems like there is a there's a variation. If you look in nature, there are variations of colors, flowers, nature. Uh, the ruah is always uh, silver. The nishama is always gold. And then the gemstone of the chaya, there is some variation in the color. So that seems that... There's a unique color. Some people may be, maybe if I'm, my theory on this, which we'll find out when more people get them later, is that certain colors belong to certain tribes, or it's a personal thing, maybe that God knows you have a favorite color. I mean, there's, I'm sure it has rich, Foundations deep, of so the heavenly deep Jerusalem. Right, so you can go in and kind of see the different tribes and things like that in the gemstones. Ephod. So, but I think that's really cool. I think it's a really cool design, the way God made it, that there is a like a, a some uniqueness or variation of the color. And the gemstone becomes the city of the Father's heart, <clears throat> which is called Zion. Amen. So it's your own crystal palace of wisdom, mobile throne. You live in it. 
you're encased in it and it's gemstone armor which is amazing so you know that's your innermost part of you when you get the chaya sometimes the temptation is to send your chaya out no keep your chaya your most innermost part you send the neshama out then outside of the neshama is the ruah so you have the barriers right the layers of ruah armor neshama armor and then now you have chaya gemstone armor there's some certain levels that you're not going to be equipped to war against certain principalities, entities, uh, government officials, warlocks, and things like that until you have gemstone level armor. It's much greater protection and you need it for going through absolute, which is why it's so crucial to feed your Chaya so that you're completely crystallized and encased in it as quickly as pot, like as soon as you get it, boom, you tapped it, feed it. Ezekiel, I've made Grow your forehead it. like gemstone. It'll help it be better written. protection. Yep. And you have the white butterfly. The white butterfly is symbolized you fly into the sun. Each realm there's a different. King David went to the river mm-hmm. and took five smooth stones. They're the five souls mm-hmm. of ascension. Nefesh, yeah. Ruah, Neshama, mm-hmm. Chaya, Yachida. Ooh, yeah. And you'll see here on the upper left here, and that is um, Chaim, which is, means life. That's the same kind of root word from where Chaya comes from. So the life, and you see the there's a light inside that gemstone. And it actually looks like uh, similar to what I saw when I met the prince of the constellations and he pulled back the veil of space and time and showed me the crystal inside of me glowing. I didn't have the understanding that at the time that he was showing me the future. But he left it ambiguous about the color uh, to make everything look like sapphire stone so that it would still be a wonderful surprise so he wouldn't spoil the surprise that it was going to be pink. This is heaven's entertainment. This is mm. what God and the elders are doing, <laughs> watching us grow, and it's highly enjoyable for them. Yeah, and but the Prince of the Constellations is a wonderful angel, by the way, and if you ever get the chance to say hello or meet that angel or maybe you want to have one of your messenger angels send a letter, you can do that and just orate that and have your angels scribe a letter if you want to send a message to someone in heaven or one of the angels, I think that that's something that's really fun. That's something you have to do, but it's something that's fun to do. So, and, and there's learning in all these experiences. Okay, and this is Chai, yes. Yeah, so you can see the difference in the Hebrew spelling here. Chai or Chaim, life, and then Chai, yeah. You have a, the final uh, hey is in there, which is deep mystical knowledge. All right. <laughs> And the meaning of chaya, this is the definition of chaya from Hebrew to English. To live, have life, remain alive, he's keeping me alive. You know, we're singing that on our way up. (laughs) Sustain life, live prosperously. Amen, gemstone prosperity. Live forever. Mm. Chaya means live forever. Amen. Be quickened, be alive, be restored to life or health. You want health restoration. That's why we we don't really encourage so much going around the mountain chasing mm. miracle healings. If you need it, yes, go for it. But don't neglect going up sapphire stones because you're going to need that for your long-term health increases Amen. and maintaining it. Okay. And wow. I'm sharing this in here because one of the surprising things to me is I already had... <laughs> so I had the Chaya. And when I hit Keter of Absolute, and I was like, what is this crowning going to be? Because I had no idea. Just no idea what's going to happen. Mm. That's, and then it literally looked almost. Uh, there's a scene in Sailor Moon. This show is so prophetic. Gemstone rose. Uh, Sailor Moon crystal. Yeah. So 
the uh, the silver crystal, yeah, it, it started to open up. So that drop that we saw there on the right, when you start to crystallize around you, it becomes like, for me, it's pink, uh, for Brandon, it's emerald. It creates that palace around you. You live inside of that thing. It, it crystallizes and yep. encases your body. You live in a gemstone mansion at this point. And so I... Of Shekinah all the time. Amen. And it's your innermost being is that gemstone. Amen. And then that's the light of the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ that's dwelling in there. So you feel close to the light. Absolute means near to the light, close to light. So you feel so near to his presence and near to the light more than ever before. But you still feel that little bit of separation. There's still a wall there. It's still a mansion <laughs> on the Sephirot, in the world of the Sephirot. Like, you know, you can't really see my face here, but here's this rock. You can stand on this. That's the Sephirot and all the worlds that generate get a from it. a bunch of circumcisions and absolutes. Tons, yeah. <laughs> every, every circumcision and absolute to me felt like an entire world. Um, so this uh, little gift here, it literally started to blossom. It looked like a drop or the seed or like a rose bud that just, it started to open up. I was like, oh my gosh, it's happening. It's just like in the show. I was freaking out, man. <laughs> And that's what I what I put online. Does anyone remember how many calories I burnt that day? Did someone? Twenty was it? Twenty something? Twenty over two thousand? Two thousand five hundred? Oh, a crazy amount of. So, the I I was sharing this online. I my month and I have a thing that tracks my vitals, and uh, and it tracks your calories and things like that. Normal monthly average is about 1,800 calories. So that's like you're resting and if you're moving. Daily. Your, your whole daily all together uh, was like 1,800 normally. I'll look it up here for you because that day when this thing happened and this child. It was 2,800. Was it 2,800? Yeah, I think it was about like 2,800 calories in one day. It was, it was a thousand so fold more. It literally was affecting <laughs> the the measurements of my vitals and calorie burning and things like that physically so that is a significant way above um all that is and i didn't have any like exercise or anything that day it's a buttload more light i didn't even go to the gym that morning okay <laughs> someone's like hallelujah i receive it in the okay all right all, all you right. need to live forever is light all right oh what's that yeah so this thing happened and then something really cool happened mm. talk about the white rose and i was wondering okay like you know, you get, you know, so technically, you know, God's been calling me a white rose, but like, you know, from the first world of Isaiah, when you get up into like the seventh mansion of the first world, you kind of touch into that realm, you start, you become that thing. But this was the actual blooming of the white rose. This was like, you get a white rose. I, it's, I had to try a crystal. And the, the Yachita, it, I literally saw it. It looked like these are just like, little graphics and it helps to explain i wish i could if i was a really advanced like graphic designer i could make it something that you could create a video of like oh my goodness it was amazing it was beautiful white and some of the the panor like the view of it was like camera angles changing like so you can get a really good view of all different angles of it and it was just a beautiful white rose and there was a part of it that was like this almost this golden glory glow emanating from it like crystallized but petals but alive organic but like but still like gem it was like made of gemstone but the alive it will be priceless just priceless i was like oh my gosh you're giving me this 
Like, you know, you know, you date somebody and they bring you flowers. And you're like, oh, it's so nice. But it was just like a priceless yeah. cosmic soul that's literally a part of God. That's literally a part of him. It, it's it, there's there with, when you get the Yachita, there's no more separation. It, it, there's no separate it's the singularity of Christ it's an actual part of God so as you go up you learn to be faithful with the parts that he gives you a piece of his throne of glory which is alive more of his you know angels more his nature closer and closer to him and so as you prove yourself faithful with little and he gives you more and he gives you more this is something that it takes time to prepare you so that you're not doing the wrong things with it it's not something that you want to sin with uh, those things, a lot of those things that would be too grievous, they have to get worked out of you. That's why it's so many worlds high to receive it. Mm -hmm. So, but literally the white rose lives inside of the gemstone palace. <laughs> it reminds me, you know, in, a, was it Sleeping? Not Sleeping Beauty. What's the Beauty and the Beast? Where they have like a red rose and it's in a mm -hmm. glass case and it's dying. Mm -hmm. It's like the opposite of that. It's a white rose. It's made of crystal. It's alive and emanating pure mm -hmm. glory, Shekinah. And sh all the shimmery stuff that goes down into the world of absolute that all those little wispy angel looking creatures look like the musical angels mm. it's like the musical angels that come down from that realm oh. it, like the <laughs> song and the rose uh, the rose of Sharon the song of songs you know mm. but in the Yachita it means my only one like my beloved uh, my my only it means only daughter the cantors of rabbi father God mm -hmm. Ooh, yeah, the, yeah, the <laughs> and so in the crystallized way I saw part of it that that drop of the chaya turned into it did look like on the sailor moon like it blooms and opens up and then there's this panoramic panoramic views of it like a pure white rose made of crystal I mean I mean eat your heart out Swarovski Swarovski crystals is nothing but if you could imagine a Swarovski crystal but a living organic thing like on a mm. cosmic scale full of emanating Shekinah glory. It's physically God the Father. Yeah. It's literally, literally him. him. Amen. And so you get it that, and so it's the mixture together of like a new soul and it's a part of him, but it's all one. There's no separation. Whereas with the Chaya, there's still a little, you're very near, but there's still a little wall of separation. And you can still see the light and feel the presence, but with the Yachita, there's no more separation. And that's kind of the answers of those prayers. All a whole realm of prayers is just answered continuously because a lot of that prayer is you want to feel God more near, near to Him, feel His presence, or that when you're oh God, God, you know where are you know you turn to Him within and then you find Him. It takes time. It's just like instant. He's just there. Um, I don't know how else to describe it. We'll have better teaching as we go on. And sparkles and crystals and beautiful flower. Amen. And butterflies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, wow. What's this? So, you know that the Yachita. The lamb in the midst of the Yachita. Well, here's the thing the Yachita is a white rose, but you know what? It is also. It's a lamb. Mm. It's a white rose and it's a lamb. Amen. He was in that state when he went to the cross. Yeah. He was in the fullness of the Father's glory through his Yachita soul when he walked to Calvary. That's what he sacrificed for us. True yeah. story. I have an interesting uh, quick story. We went into, the so the same day that I got my Yachita, we had tons of signs and wonders. We, told, we talked about some of them on previous bars. 
confirmations of the Ajita, experiencing it, seeing it, you know, knowing it, and then it, it happened, and then they're all confirmations, signs and wonders came. And uh, we went out to dinner that night, and a place we had reserved, it was called Gabriel's. <laughs> and as soon as we walk in there, I just stopped and looked down. There was a giant green mat, and it said established in 1991. And that was my birth year, like, you know. And I'm just staring like, what? You know, Gabriel birthing the divine Christ. Mm -hmm. Here's the Yuchita of, you know, Jesus, mm -hmm. the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And it's just happened today. And I'm just like, what? And we had gone to, uh, we went to a like a Jewish temple service to go check out. Uh, just kind of burn up, you know, whatever was going on over there. Oh, yeah. And just touch, just release that Shekinah glory to that wash the Jewish people. And it was really beautiful. They were singing in Hebrew, mm. uh, some, some of the scriptures and stuff that we know. Shabbat shalom, four so times hearing them sing and, and, and releasing the angels mm. of uh, Absolute and Adam Kadmon while they were in there. I could see them. It was crazy. Yeah. Anyway, it was beautiful. Some of, the, some of the songs, the words, the meaning they had them in English were so beautiful. I was just on the verge of crying and I had my new Yachita. I could feel the presence of God and they're singing in Hebrew and I'm just like Lots of trying wisdom. to hold it in. And it was, it was it felt like another birthday, right? Every time you get a new soul, it's like a birthday. It's like your born again birthday. You know it's a birthday and you usually value it more than your regular birthday. It gets increasing and increasing. The higher you go, it's a more valuable birthday to you. Mm -hmm. And so sign up for, you know, five birthdays a year. <laughs> but, um, and uh, so I we go in there and the man behind wow. me, it was his birthday. And so everyone was looking in our direction saying, happy birthday. Uh, and yeah. I was like, what? <clears throat> and she had just received her. And somebody did. else told me happy birthday. What was yep. it? Where were they at? It was like a... Oh, there was a few signs was, and wonders. Oh yeah, oh yeah, the the lady. That. Oh yeah, some the lady that's, that we were getting unpacked in our hotel room. The, and oh, the, that's right. And the yeah. and the lady swung by. I think was that before the Shabbat service because we had to change or something. Yeah. Yeah. So before we go there, and they're all saying happy birthday. The butler said. The, happy yeah, birthday. said happy birthday, and I was like. So we got a blueberry out the window, though. Can you go get that for us? <laughs> no, I didn't see anything. We did not. I would not stoop that. I would eat cow neck before I did that. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, happy right. birthday, signs and wonders. And when we walked into Gabriel's that night and it had my birth year on it, everyone's been telling me happy birthday all day. And I'm just like getting whacked. These people don't even know me. This is a sign and wonder. I walk in there and, this, and I ask the angels, I ask the Holy Spirit, what's going to be the best thing for me to enjoy on the menu to oh. celebrate? What is the most glory? What's going to bless the Shekinah the most for me to eat? And I saw the Holy Ghost highlight on the menu was the lamb chops. Oh, yeah. And when I was like, oh, lamb chops, cool. They, you know, it's spiritual. And then I heard, then I saw, I went visionated back into the 1991, the Gabriel's yeah. uh, mat. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, behold the lamb. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And I saw, I, I got caught up into the vision in heaven. I saw the Yachita, the lamb of God. Lamb. An ooh lamb and a lambkin. That's a male and female lamb. You're an oh. ooh lamb. <laughs> its neck will not be eaten. <laughs> lamb. Stop eating animal necks. Okay. Next thing you know, they're gonna be eating albino giraffe necks. Man, that All Gabriel right. had the best risotto this side of the Hudson River, though. Yeah, it was amazing. Mm, that was anyway, delicious. so behold, the Yachita is uh, the lamb of God. He's been mastering that risotto since 1983. Oh, bam! Oh, those nice pictures. And then we have. Some of these you can look at screenshot for later and we'll get into this next time. Absolute seventh week. We're gonna update our stuff here. We're updating eighth and ninth. We've had week. enough Torah. 
We can't take it anymore. Yeah, you've been throwing oh, yeah. baptized and this one, in glory You guys are going to like this one. Boss Wave. So I'm oh, expecting yeah. Boss Wave remixes we'll to all this. Tomorrow. I got a Boss Wave. Okay. All right, all right. Lamb. Very nice. Ooh, lamb and lambkin. Okay, okay. We got a new lamb. I'll become a lambkin probably lambkin. in the next month or so. Oh. We singing happy birthday. Get in there. Holy Ghost. All right. I need to raise about 15000 for Florida still for the spying out of Florida and establishing RLM TV by the angelic instructions Ooh. for this apostleship in Florida. Uh, give generous support. Click the links in the description and become a tither. Get mineral level obedience. If you can't give a tithe, if you can't give the finances, you'll never give your heart. Because where your heart is, that's what you're connected to. So if you're not giving into the kingdom, your heart really isn't in the kingdom yet. You might have some zeal, some interest, but you're not really committed. It's not really your God yet. The kingdom is not really your God. You're still kind of a self-God, self-deification. The tithe and the offering of finances keeps the golden calf from self-deification to... Moses serving Jesus Christ on the mountain. He is our God. It is written. This is your God. It is written. Who? Yadevave, mm. the mountain of Shekinah glory. They'd watch the man of fire shoot into the tent like a lightning bolt. And what did Moses say? This is your Yadevave, which means in English, God. They would see Jesus Christ pre-incarnate as the angel of Yadevave shoot like lightning into the tent and Moses mm. go into the tent and talk with God mm. face to face as a friend. That's where your offerings go. That's where your sacrifices go. Mm. That is where you need to start sowing to reap from that realm. My friends, that's the realm of Zion, the true apostles of Jesus Christ minister from light tonight. Bless you guys as you give. Click the links in the description. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Peace be with you. And peace be with you, Souffle.
He's doing it, he's doing it tonight. He's doing it, he's doing it. 